That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Proud members of the Dread Central Podcast Network. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! Hello! And And welcome welcome to a very special episode of Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. Happy Women in Harmon! So, we normally are a, a horror, horror movie comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. That's what I was saying. Normally, <laughs> we we're are, a horror yes. movie and comedy podcast, and we are still that. Uh, okay, great, 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 great. Let's continue Normally, to be we're it. that. And yeah, exactly. Today is normal, but also... Special, Special normal. Yes. Normally, and today, we tell you the entirety of a horror movie, spoilers and all, and one of us tries to stay alive in it. That is still happening today. That is. Today, Kim watched a movie. She's going to tell me about it. I'm going to try to stay alive. Yes. And then afterwards, we have a very, very, very special interview uh, in honor of Women in Horror Month with the one... The only, the only Saint Barbara, Barbara Yay! So we're going to jump right in. Here we go. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you about a movie? Very much, ma'am. Okay. This is the one, the only Reanimator. Ooh, I never saw uh, Animator, so I'm very excited. (laughs) This is the re version. (laughs) Great, they re-upped it. Love it. Love to hear it. Let's let's do this. All right, don't and (laughs) rewind. Let's move forward. I'm gonna go. Goodbye. See you later. We haven't even started, (laughs) and like I don't. You have to leave already. Daisy. (laughs) Okay. This was made in 1985. Okay. It is directed by the one and only Stuart Gordon, RIP. Oh. Uh, this was, as according to IMDb, this looked like his first feature. 
think he'd done some I guess, TV stuff, but this this was Oh wow, his know. first feature. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good for you, bud. Uh he was also one of the writers along with Dennis Paoli and William Norris. And it, the story is by the one, the only HP Lovecraft. <gasps> also RIP. Also, well, very long ago, <laughs> RIP. Yes. The recent passing of HP Lovecraft. <laughs> I bet they're up there hanging out together. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Kim, did you just take a spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down? <laughs> I have an emergency drink, like the like the, yes. the vitamin C drink. Yeah, yeah. Not like, like a 911 drink. Big- well, you know how much I need drink right now. Yes. I like, look, I've got my regular drink. I've got my follow-up drink. And then I've got my other drink. And then my emergency drink. Just I love, yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, but it has a big spoon in it. And I feel very called to stir it, which would make a lot of noise. So I was like, oh, I should take this out and place it quietly I away. I get it. I love it. <laughs> Next to the other spoon from yesterday when we recorded I have I have lukewarm, let's be honest, cold tea. Yum. Mm-hmm. With brandy in it. Ooh. That changed mm-hmm. everything. Yes. Okay. Tell me. Okay. Reanimate me. Dead or alive. The one, the only, Queen Barbara Crampton, a.k.a. Alive. Meg. Alive and well. Um, this is her first horror film. Yes, Queen. And it looked Way like her, go, basically like her third feature that she did fuck yeah according to like you know the ones listed on imdb sure which sure we all know it's never uh, first. <laughs> yeah yeah uh so very exciting that's why i chose this one love it so it's her first uh dan kane dan kane not dead. to be confused with dean. with dean kane uh dead herbert west herbert dead dr hill Dead. Dean Halsey. Not to be confused with Dan Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dean Halsey. Dead. <laughs> Dr. Gruber. Uh, alive. Okay. Not to be confused with Mugruber. Or. Not to be confused with MacGyver. Hans Gruber. Or Hans Gruber. <laughs> Although yes. I think his name is actually Dr. Hans Gruber. Shut up. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Is it great? What? That's great? I don't There's know why. popular name in the 80s. I guess so. Hans Gruber. Movies. Movies <laughs> of, 80s, of the 80s. Um, <laughs> I have to tell you, there is a lot of animal animal horror, but it's very 80s. So, like, okay. there's no single human part of you that thinks that this is not just a, a puppet foam fake nothing love it then you can the go entire ahead and, time it's you yeah you can go ahead and describe it in detail then because i will literally be picturing a foam like it puppet. may as well be like a stuffed animal like a a foamy stuffed animal great love it thank you for telling me so there's that murder <laughs> those foam stuffed animals i can handle it <laughs> okay we start off Outside a university with a sign that says Universitat Zurich. Oh, in Zurich. Something okay. of medicine. Oh. So, University of Medicine in Zurich. Zurich. 
And a suit dude and two cops are walking down the hallway. And they walk up to like a doctor scientist lady who's like pacing in front of a door and a closed door. And behind the door, we hear screams and they start knocking and they're like, Dr. Gruber, Dr. Gruber. And they're like, Herr Doctor. And knocking and banging. And they're hearing like crashes inside. And so the cops break down the door and inside is like an old man laying on the floor and then a young guy with glasses sitting over him that has a, a needle. Yeah. Syringe. 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 Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I wrote needle the entire fucking time because I couldn't think of the word, I think, until maybe the last page of this movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, is it – I mean, it could be a needle, though, depending a, on what it does. It's a – you poke it into liquid and then you suck out the liquid. That's a syringe. And then you poke it into something and you squish out the liquid. Okay. Actually, I don't know if that's a syringe. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> it's what, – what does the a vaccine come out of? I think I call that a needle. But here's – like I think a syringe is like how I give Hatter his liquid medicine in his mouth. And that's more Do you know like what I a, mean? Yeah, because this is like pokes into your – it's pokes a I needle think, for sure. I think it's a needle. I think we can call it a needle. Okay. All right. Well, obviously it has a microchip in there from Bill Gates. Sure, sure, as they all do. This guy's putting one into old man on the floor. Of course. Uh, (laughs) So the guy on the floor um, is like kind of having like spasms and stuff and his face looks a little like fucked up. And the glasses guy above him is like, I have to read the vital signs. Like, um, and the cops start like dragging glasses guy away. And then Dr. Gruber, who's, like, on the floor, the old guy, like, sits up and, like, holds his head and his eyes start, like, exploding. Like, it's no. just, like, blood. Like, no. and his face is, no. like, kind of exploding. And Ouch. then he falls no. dead. Shoot. Ow, my eyeballs. And Glasses guy is just looking at him like, of course, the dosage, the dosage was too large. Okay. Okay. And they're like, you killed him. And he's like, No. I gave him life. Did and you? He's very serious. Okay. Then we go to credits. The longest credits of all time. Cool. And <laughs> 80s love their credits. They really do. They, they were love fun and, and colorful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good five minutes. Yep. So you, it's like time to like be like, all right, I got like the little like first little blip of the movie. The I'm going to go grab some popcorn. I'll be right back. Love it. Also, nothing better for note-taking than five minutes of credits where you're like, I just went through five minutes of footage that I didn't it's have to take notes true. on. It's very true. <laughs> Speed through that. Oh, look at me. <laughs> Ten minutes in the movie already. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're outside another hospital. And across the screen it says, Miskatonic Medical School, Arkham, Massachusetts. Arkham. Okay. Which is... Lovecraft country. <gasps> right. Uh-huh. Not Batman country. I was thinking uh-huh. that. No. And that's. Oh, it's Arkham Asylum. Never mind. I'm not going to nerd out on comic books. Continue. It's H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft co- uh, country. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Which um, I haven't been able to talk about. Oh, I should have talked about that last week when I had nothing to say in the beginning that I finished <laughs> Lovecraft country. Oh. And it was my favorite thing in the entire fucking universe. I thought it was a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, I haven't finished it, so we'll have to talk about it when I finish it. I binged it in immediately. Yeah, like I, it was 
beautiful on so many levels. Love it. So you have Lovecraft on the brain. I really do. So now we're inside and there's doctors doing CPR and the main doc doing the compressions is mm-hmm. like Hottie McDoctor Hottie. Ooh, on exploded eyeballs is who we're doing it on? No, we're that's we're done. Oh, we're done with him. He's dead. Okay, we're just okay, we're just doing it on so okay, that was great. in po- pre-credit Switzerland. Switzerland. Zurich. Zurich? I thought that was Germany. That was in Germany. That was in Sweden. <laughs> That was in Bulgaria. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. That totally was in wherever Zurich is. Yeah. <laughs> or is that Munich that I'm thinking? Munich of? is definitely Germany. I think Zurich is Switzerland. Maya? Tim, we both need to leave <laughs> right ah. now. Okay. Just, I haven't happened to have gone to that city. I'm yeah. So sorry. There we go. Um, okay. So There's hot doctors. There's cities in the world. There are. There's at least a dozen. Yeah, because now we're in Arkham, Massachusetts. Great. Okay. So there's Hot Doctor and then there's um, Glasses Doctor. And Glasses Doctor is like, oh, I'm going to zap her with the handles. Mm-hmm. And so she does that. And she tries it, but it's still a straight line. So she's like, we have to call it. But Hottie Doctor, who's Dan Kane, mm-hmm. keeps trying. Like he's like not letting this this person die. Okay. And Glasses is like, she's gone. Like, your optimism is touching, Dr. Kane, but a good doctor knows when to stop. Ugh. And she's that. like, take them down, take them down to the morgue. Mm. And it seems like Glasses' doctor is more like a doctor doctor, and maybe um, Dan Kane is like a medical student still. Got it. So, <clears throat> so he, has, he doesn't have a lot of deaths on his hands. At this point. Yeah, and that's why she's kind of schooling him in like a professional way. Like she wasn't, you know. Yeah. Being like you suck or anything. (laughs) 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 So uh, Dan takes the body on a a rolly stretcher Mm -hmm. and (laughs) goes to the elevator. (laughs) As opposed to a stretcher on a toboggan. Yep, I got it. I should be on like a... ER show, except I just call everything by my own words. <laughs> a yard show? ER, ER show. show. <laughs> Got it. I like would one love of the that. medical shows. Like, I would love that if you were like, give me the shocky things now. Stab. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's start our own. <laughs> Put them on a rolly stretcher. He's toast. <laughs> I'm writing that script. I think we I'm should gonna start take- our own web series where it's just that. I love it. I'm going to take a, um, like, Grey's Anatomy script or something, and I'm going to take out all the technical terms, and it's going to be a Mad Lib where I'm going to be like, you fill in these technical terms, and we're just going to do that script. I love it. Great. For those that don't know, when it comes to, like, auditioning, those are some of the hardest ones to audition for because they're always – it's always for, like – the nurse or something so you're always like hand me the cp30h257 is a clock clicker uh for those of you that are not up on medical terms that was hand me the c3po and the mid o'clock clicker (laughs) (laughs) which you know what that is i do it's the boom boom yep (laughs) (laughs) so Dan's on the elevator mm-hmm. with the stretchy rolly. The uppy downy. The uppy downy. The stretchy rolly. 
Yep. You've been on one. You know that. I know that. (laughs) So he takes it all the way downy. Okay. (laughs) All right. To the morgue townie. (laughs) To the morgue town. Take this up and downy to morgue townie. (laughs) (laughs) And he opens the door. Or it opens. You know, that's how they work. Um, I'm just trying to explain to you what the floor looks like. I can't. Okay. Okay. Here's what it looks like. The Epi Downies at the end of the hall. So it's just one long hallway. Okay. So you come out of it and down the other end of the hall is a security guard just sitting at a desk. Yes. I see it. In front of the doorway. So it's, yeah, it's the morgue. Yeah. So he pushes it down the hall and like, the security guard makes some kind of joke about, like, I don't know why they lock the doors here. Like, nobody wants in and nobody's getting out. It's so people don't sneak in to fuck the bodies. Uh, yeah. Some people are super into fucking the dead bodies. Yeah. Necrophilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the security guard is like, Dr. Hoosie Wetsy's in there doing an autopsy, so the door's open. Okay. So cane wheels are in. Once we open the morgue door from the hallway... Mm-hmm. Is the autopsy room. Okay. So it's a big room. Right in the center is the like the silver autopsy. autopsy table. And then all around it has like, you know, cabinets with like all the instruments that you would need. Sure. For sure, all sure. the things. So yes. any type of doctory thing is, is pretty there. much in this room. Okay. Or cutting body open tools and tools. shit. Yes. So that's the first room. And then uh, from there, there's like a freezer door, like a walk-in at a restaurant kind of mm-hmm, door. Mm-hmm. And that's where the bodies are, I bet. That's where the bodies are. So he opens that door okay. and he like rolls it in and he's like, whoa, full house. And so he has to like squeeze this one into the corner and he like moves like one arm is like hanging off one of the things and it's all like, I don't even oh. know, burnt or fucked up. Like it doesn't look good. Oh, um, man. So he like puts it back on the thing and, like, squeezes her in, and then it, like, falls as he walks by, so he has to, like, squeeze by it, kind of. (laughs) Oh, man. So he goes back out into the autopsy room, and the doctor in there is has, like, a little laser gun that he's putting into the forehead of the body on the slab. Okay. Like, it's kind of making, like, a little hole in his forehead. And then he takes, like, a long Q-tip and, like, pokes it into the hole, and it comes out all bloody. Ooh, neat. So Dan is kind of standing there watching it, and then someone taps him on the shoulder yeah. and is like, hey, oh, didn't mean to startle you. And it's Dean Halsey, the dean of the school. Oh, dean as in title, not dean. dean as in name. Okay, mm-hmm. Dean Halsey of the school. So it's Great. not like if you mixed Dan Kane and Dean Halsey together, you get Dean Kane. You get Kane. Dean Kane. Yeah. yeah, I get it. He's the dean of the school. So he comes in with a guy in classes that we recognize from Zurich Universidad. Yes. And the guy in glasses in Zurich, what was his role in the whole? He was the one that was like over Hans Gruber and they had to like pull him off and they're like, you killed him. And he's like, no, I brought him back. I brought him back to life. Okay. Got it. Got it. So. Dean Halsey introduces this guy as Herbert West. Okay. And he's telling Dan, like, he's joining you in your third year here at school. 
he was just doing independent research in Switzerland. Switzerland. So you were Yay. right. I was wrong. I think it's because I was thinking Munich, Zurich, that Munich. That's what I was doing. Fair. I'll give it to you. Thank you. We both get to stay. Yes. And Dean is like, oh, this is Daniel Kane. He's like one of our brightest, bestest students, whatever. And Dan is like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, like tries to shake his hand. And Herbert West just like walks right by him, like staring at the dead body on the slab and like doesn't shake his hand or anything, like doesn't even like really acknowledge. Rude. And Dan is like, what were you researching in Switzerland, like with Dr. Gruber? And Herbert's just like, death. (laughs) And like looks at the cadaver. And now... The head doctor who was doing the laser stuff into the dead Mm -hmm. body Mm -hmm. says hi. And his name is Dr. Carl Hill. And basically, he has a bunch of, like, research and workout on, like, death and shit, too, which I guess Hans Gruber was really known for. And, um... Like, the dean is introducing him because he's like, oh, this is, like, our best, like, brain researcher and, like, our number one grant machine here at the, you know, school. Like, he's the best. Mm -hmm. And Herbert is like, oh, yes. Mm, I've heard of your work. Yeah. Like, your theory of, like, you have, like, theories about will in the brain and things like that. But it's, like, in Europe, it's very well known as plagiarizing of Gruber's work. Shots fired. Mm-hmm. Damn. And he's like, I have a lot of uh, thoughts about your your theory of like twelve minute brain life. Like, Ooh, and where doc- is my tea? <laughs> <laughs> and Doctor Hill is like six to twelve minutes. And Herbert's God. like, your work on brain death is outdated. So they're saying, like, the brain stays alive for 6 to 12 minutes? Yeah, basically. Okay. Like, once the, they explain it later, but once, like, the reticular activating system, like, shuts everything else down, um, that the brain stem kind of a brain can still kind of, like, be working for apparently 6 to 12 minutes according to his work, which may or may not be shitty, so. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, cool. Uh, so I just got really turned on when you said the word reticulator. It was just like so technical. I was like, I don't even know that word. I mean, technically I said reticular activating system, but. <laughs> Woo! Oh my God. Reticular activating system. I don't even know what that is. That's like another thing that's used in manifestation stuff a lot. It's that thing we've talked about it before where like when you decide that you want an orange car. All you see is orange cars. Are orange cars. Okay. Because your brain, it's like in your brain to like pick that up now. Yeah. Where it's like orange cars could be there the whole time, but like your brain isn't picking it up because we get so many like stimuli. So many, I don't know the term of like, like dots of information, Mm -hmm. like every single fucking second. And our brain can only take like a a certain percentage of it. A certain amount in. Interesting. Love it. So yeah. Um, but then, anyway, the dean starts asking Dr. Main Dr. Hill to come to dinner um, because they're going to be having, like, some grant meeting or something. So he's like, come to dinner with me and Megan, he says. Okay. Cut to Dan Kane hang- hanging a flyer, like, on the student board that he's looking for a roommate. 
Okay. So he's posting that up there. And then we see Queen Barbara Crampton walk around the corner. And she just like kind of stands and looks at him and then walks up and gives him a kiss. Cute. And then they start like making out. And he kind of like gets all up in her neck and she starts like giggling like, no, no, like, no, no. Cut to her being like, yes, yes, yes. And then they're like boning uh, later in bed. Love it. Um, which I thought was a really fun transition. I like, yeah, I like that <laughs> editing. <laughs> uh, what movie did we do with her in it? We were like, were we calling her Queen Barbara Crampton or Saint Barbara Crampton? Uh, it was um, Your Next. Oh, because I remember we made that candle. It was, it, I think it was for Your Next. Yeah. Were we calling her Saint Barbara Crampton? I think we we must have been because we made a saint candle. <laughs> so I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, so they're fucking, and he's on top, and then, like, the cat, like, jumps on his back. Been um, there. <laughs> gross. I'm sorry. It happens. Blorf. I don't know I why don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, get out of here. I Yeah, it's, it's none of very, your business. It's really inconvenient. I'm just saying I've been there. Especially if you think that they're your children out from your womb and they're like watching you have sex and Yeah, it's on you. very upset. I don't invite them to watch me have sex. Yes, Sometimes do. they die. Don't I lie. do not. They are my children. You I like don't them want them to be part of that. everything you do. <laughs> gross. Okay, now I'm grossed out. Great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so they're like, Rufus, get off. Uh so Barbara has to go. Because she can't stay over because she's like, daddy knows I'm here. And he's like, oh, oh. like her father knows, not yeah. like daddy. <laughs> okay, I get it. No, he's her daddy. Yeah. Her actual daddy knows Fa- that fa- she, her father knows that she is yes. here. And I she can't like not come home for the night, basically. Right. And he's like, oh, what's Dean Halsey going to do? Like expel <gasps> me? So she's the daughter of daughter Dean of the dean. Okay, and he just has like very Puritan views, I guess. Whatever. And but she's like, the minute you graduate and you get your MD, I will marry you. And until then, I will help you and I will be with you. Cute. Until then, and it's cute, like cute, cute, cute and flirty. I love it. And he lays back down and like pulls the sheet like completely over his face. And then he, like, sits up, like, Michael Myers style, like, ooh. And she's all like, dude, stop, stop, and, like, giggling. And Cute. he, like, stands up with the sheet still, like, covering him. And, like, so she, like, it, she like backs out of the bedroom door and, like, all the way out to, like, the front door. And she's like, stop it, stop. <laughs> and then she opens the front door. Howard West is standing there. Oh, dear. Is she naked? She put on clothes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. She put on clothes, but she's like, oh, and so Dan pulls the sheet off. Yeah, and he is naked, and he's like, oh. (laughs) Great. Um, And Herbert, like, holds up the little apartment notice being like, oh, I heard you're looking for a roommate. Got it. So Dan, like, runs into the other room to put clothes on, and so Barbara's like, "Uh, come on in. Awkward. Yeah. Like, it's just super awkward. And Dan comes back out, and he's like, this is my fiance, Megan Halsey. And Herbert just starts like looking around and they're trying to have like small talk. Like, what were you doing in Switzerland? Like, what was like Dr. Gruber like before he died and shit yeah. like that? And Herbert he seems just, a little spectrum-y. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's exactly that. Okay. Uh, and he's just like, where's the basement? Or does this have a basement? Okay. Uh, <laughs> that makes more. Where's the basement? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, he needs a basement. <laughs> uh and so they show him and he looks down there and he's like, yes, yes, this will be just fine. Great, okay, great, great, great. And he's like, well, my things are outside. Should I move in now? Sir. And sir. <laughs> Barbara's like, I think you guys have like some like, you guys could talk and make some decisions together. So I'm yeah. going to go. <laughs> we could just, you know. Learn a little bit about each other. Uh, yeah. And Herbert's like, I don't. I'm in. And he pulls out like a pile of cash. And okay. and Barbara's like, why did you leave Switzerland exactly? Hmm. And Herbert's just like, there was nothing more that I could learn there. Okay. Well, that I don't know why that's creepy, but it's creepy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was creepy. Yeah. And he's like, so do we have a deal? And he's kind of like hands the pile of cash towards uh, Dan. Mm-hmm. Question number one, what do you do? What does he do? Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. I'm like, I need to do some background checks. I need to like go have a beer with you. Like, I don't want to live with a weirdo and I need to <laughs> see what your deal is. Um, I'm not saying no. I'm just not saying yes. Okay. Uh, I want to learn more. I think he's like, here's a pile of cash. I'll take it. Move in. Yes. He's like, done, and takes the cash. This seems like someone who's never had to live with someone that they didn't mesh with. Yeah. That's a mistake you only make once, really. Oh, fuck, yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Living. I mean, you're you're living with that. Living with someone. No. It's the worst. Never again. No. Hell no. Cut to... A class happening uh, okay. uh, in the autopsy room. Okay. With Dr. Hill mm-hmm. and um, Dan and ha- Herbert. Mm-hmm. Herbert. Yeah, you said Herbert, not Howard. He's- His name's Herbert. Herbert. You said Howard when he came to the door. And I, you were like, Howard. And I was like, oh, right. Thinking that I didn't remember who Howard was. And then you said Herbert a few seconds later. And I was like, ah, Herbert, she just misspoke. Okay. That might happen a lot. Let's see. It's Herbert. Because I wrote H the whole time. Okay. Well, he's a creep. So. <laughs> yeah. So Herbie and Danny are in there. Okay. And Dr. Hill is teaching the class. So he's has a cadaver and he's like, so you start by making an incision on the base of the skull Mm-hmm. And then you get your fingers up in there and you just pull the skin forward over the head. He's kind of, he's like, it's kind of like peeling a large orange. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> so he's like, once the skull is exposed, exposed, you take your bone saw. Uh-huh. And then you cut a perimeter around the skull. The crown of the head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. And then you pull it off and you have the human brain. I love this. <laughs> I want to autopsy a body so badly. This is where he talks about the brain stem and the reticular activating system. Like once activities start to cease, the brain can only survive. Right six to, to 12 minutes. Right to Herbert. Oh, <laughs> six to 12 
minutes. Oh, damn. And Herbert's like, (laughs) Herbert does exactly that with a fucking number two pencil. He just snaps it in half. (laughs) Snap. (laughs) Join our Patreon to see my spot on impressions. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) And the doctor is talking about the afterlife, et cetera, et cetera, going on and on. And Herbert breaks another pencil. You're going to run out of pencil, sir. And the doctor is like, we'll discuss this later. Mr. West, I suggest that you find yourself a pen. I mean, right? You're all dismissed. Oh, geez. And then fucking Herbert gets up and like starts like yelling at him. And is like, how can you teach these people this? Like they're here to learn and you're closing their minds. Um, You like, uh, like you should have stolen more of Dr. Gruber's ideas all these things, and, and Dr. Hill's like, Mr. West, it will be my pleasure to fail you. Herbert's a lot. He really He's he a really lot. Is. Yeah, because I'm like, so I'm not even like mad at his sentiment, if that's what he truly believes, but I'm like, your communication skills are bad. Yeah. So like, you're not getting anything across. Like, you're not accomplishing what you think you're accomplishing. No, yeah, no one's going to hear you. Yeah. Herbs. Good old Herbie. So now we're at a big house, and there's, like, a nice dinner, and it's, um... Dean Halsey and Megan. Dean Halsey, uh, Dr. Hill, and then we're, like, behind a blonde girl who we can assume is Megan. And... The dean is like, let's have a toast. He pours some wine and he's like, to our largest grant ever. Mm. And he's like, Dr. Hill, your like new laser drill that you created is like going to do something crazy and awesome for neuroscience. Love it. Or neurosurgery. And Megan like isn't drinking because she's like, oh, I have to go soon. Like I have a study date um, with Daniel. Oh. And... Plus, I'm pregnant. I'm <laughs> and the doorbell rings and she's like, oh, that must be him. And so she goes up to get it. And Dr. Hill is like, oh, so your daughter is with uh, with Mr. Kane. And he's like, do you think that's wise? And Dan comes in. And I guess, like, Dean, I think, offers him, like, a glass of wine or something. And Dan's like, no, like, we have work to do. And Dr. Hill's like, why can't you study here? And Dan's like. Because we're trying to fuck also. (laughs) Yeah, dude. If you must know, we're also trying to fuck. God. And Dan's like, don't worry. Like, I'll have her home soon. And Dr. Hill is now like, okay, but just one toast to Megan. My esteemed colleagues, capable, beautiful, lovely daughter, obsession of all who fall under her spell. Okay. Her face does what your face is doing, where she kind of like awkward smiles. Yeah. What What the fuck was that? That's upsetting. I, because I'm just thinking about like, my dad's friends yeah saying something like that to me i'd be like i feel in danger (laughs) and your boyfriend's teacher like it's so many my god i'd be so upset 
So now we're at Dan's house, like in the living room, I think, and they're studying and Dan's getting a little touchy feely and she stops him and she's like, it's not just you. She's like, I don't know. Like West is like always in his room with the door closed. Like, do you ever see him? Does he ever eat? Like, you know, she's Uh just like uncomfortable. Creeped out by him. I get it. Yeah. And he's like, look, he's a little cracked, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And she's like. Rufus, the cat, is terrified of him. Like, he runs and hides every time he comes in. Oh, that's not good. And and then Barbara's like, where is Rufus? I haven't seen him. He usually makes, is always jumping on us and stuff. And she starts like, Rufus, and then starts looking around. Question number two, where does she look? Where do you look? I'm furious. I know it's a puppet cat, but I'm furious. It's a stuffed piece of foam. Uh, I guess she looks down in the fucking basement. And I throw a Molotov cocktail into Herbert's room and then look down in the basement and then um, rescue the cat and ride off into the sunset together. I'm just kidding. Uh, We both look down in the basement. But then I kill Herbert also. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> Point for you. Okay. <laughs> she look- doesn't look in the basement? No. She's okay. looking around and she goes down the hallway and West's room is closed. Okay. So she kind of stands outside it and is like, Rufus? Oh, no. And, like, slowly opens the door. Um, And, of course, there's, like, a poster of, like, brain parts and shit. Okay. Um, And there's a mini fridge in there that's, like, a jar. And so she looks in and Rufus is inside, like, on the top shelf. No. Oh, so did I get a point because I killed Herbert? Uh, Yeah, and because you didn't look in the room, which is actually where Rufus was. Okay, 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 okay. Which me? Ah, uh, I see. Got it. Continue. Um. Uh, but yeah, that didn't. That certainly was a cherry Helped. on top. Great. <laughs> now I feel like Catherine should be like, "Well, I kill Herbert every time." Yeah. <laughs> I'll try not to kill him every time. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I don't like. There's so many different kinds of questions. Sometimes you're gonna be Herbert, so get ready, oh. sister. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, anyway, she's like looking inside the mini fridge and then Herbert walks in and he's like, what, like, how dare you come into my room? And then Dan comes in. He's like, I thought I'm renting a private room. And she's like, look in the fridge. And inside also on the, on the shelf under Herbert is like a little plastic jar of this like glowing green liquid, like, oh dear, neon green. And Herbert's like, I, f- I found him dead. You, uh, but, and Barbara's like, you killed him. Yeah. And he's like, no, he suffocated. And he knocked the trash over and he like got his head stuck in a jar. And I found him that way. And I didn't want Dan to have to find him that way. So I put so him So you there. just put him in the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want it to smell the place up or whatever. And they're like, you could have left a note. And he's like, and said what? Da, 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 da. So. Oh, my God. What a dummy. But he's like, I'm you so weren't mad. home. I was going to show you. And Barbara's like, no, you killed him, bitch. Yeah, for sure. And Dan is like, what is this? Oh, asking about the green stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And Herbert's like, none of your business. And he's like, just like it's none of my business that you're sleeping with Dean Halsey's daughter. Uh, and Dan's like, <laughs> I mean, I think he would understand. Yeah, it's like fine. we're fiancés. And Herbert's like, maybe he would. Maybe he wouldn't. But do you really want to find out? Okay. So they kind of like basically drop it because of that. Yeah. Okay. I guess. So cut to later, Dan's asleep in bed and he hears like a a screaming, screeching kind of sound that like wakes him up. He like sits up and he like hears a loud sound. Question number three, what do you do? What does he do? Uh, and sorry, who heard it? Not Herbert. Who Dan, heard it? Dan, 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 okay. Dan. So he hears a loud screeching noise. Um, these questions are always so hard for me <laughs> because I'm like, in reality, if I hear a loud screeching noise, I'm going to go look and see what the loud screeching noise is. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a horror movie, and I'm like, ah, just go back to sleep, put the covers over my head, <laughs> ignore everything, but uh, like, run out never, of the house. <laughs> but you never know, because sometimes that's the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> ah! What, what the fuck was that? I don't know. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go look. I have to look. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. It sounded like it was uh, over that way. Uh, I'm scared. Go look. <laughs> Guys, Kim's not responding anymore. Is she alive? Oh, there she is. Okay. I have no idea, but that was really weird that it happened right we were talking about. That was... <laughs> really weird and then you also can't find it so <laughs> i mean i that's, don't know what it could be everything seems to be intact well we'll post-mortem what that was everybody once kim finds out <laughs> okay what the fuck were we talking about you had to decide okay okay you're so, looking okay yes. great so you're I you have, sound your turn i have to go look but i think like genuinely this is a genuine answer i do have like weapons at my disposal like under my bed and stuff so i think i am gonna go look with like a weapon or something i think he goes and looks with no weapon and i think he starts in herbert's room half a point okay for him okay he does go look, but he grabs a baseball bat. Oh, fuck! So he does grab a weapon. And he looks out in, like, the hallway, like, nothing. He knocks on Herbert's door, nothing. More, like, screeching sounds. And then he goes down to, like, the end door that's closed. And he, like, tries to open it and, like, breaks it open and ends up falling down the basement steps. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, tumbles all the way down. More screeching sounds. Herbert is down there and there's like a rabid cat attached to his back basically and so he's freaking out and kind of thrashing around and finally like um throws the cat off him and it's like one of the 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 light in the room is clearly one of those like hangy lights so now it's like swinging so they keep going like in and out of like light and darkness the whole time now um so like they're trying to like chase around the 
cat and like find it hidden behind things in the basement and trying to like chase it. And then the cat jumps and like attacks Dan. So he like throws it against the wall. And then I and think it's it like it's foam. It's, it's foam. foam. It's foam and it lands on the floor and, and it's super foam. Okay. Could, great. Like literally couldn't be more foam. Couldn't be more foam. Right. <laughs> it's like I was six and I created this. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um then he sees though that it's foam Rufus. Mm-hmm. And Herbert's like, look out. And then he like kind of starts laughing like in a really creepy way. Uh cut to later. This is why you interview roommates before you just let them move 100. in. One hundred. Probably even more so if they hand you a pile of cash. Yes. Yes. Like if they hand you a pile of cash, the answer should actually be no. Yeah, completely. <laughs> <laughs> So cut to later, they're, like, sitting, I think, at the basement, like, at the table in the middle of the, like, the examination table in the middle of the basement, basically. And Herbert is saying that life is physical, a physical and chemical process. So um, basically, if we have a fresh specimen, a chemical could reanimate it. I hear you. Dan is like, yeah, dude, that's not a new theory or anything. Oh, and okay. Herbert's like, yeah, but my reagent serum is new. Which is probably that green shit in the fucking refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And so he opens his book of like notes of like all the work he's been doing. And he talks about how he's like killed and brought a bunch of animals back to life. And Herbert is basically says that he like conquered brain death. But it's reading about like he's reading and like. As, like, I think basically the animals get, like, bigger or something, like, they become more violent. Um, So the research is becoming more difficult to do. Interesting. Okay. And he's like, which is why, Dan, I need you to help. Okay. And he's like, you're perfect. You're hardworking. You're bright. People respect you. You have access to certain authorities you know how to communicate with other human beings without immediately (laughs) pissing them off (laughs) and he's like come on like i've defeated death like this is a doctor's dream like Hmm. we're going to like be famous and like we can also live lifetimes Hmm. and dan's like you haven't done this on people though have you and herbert just says nothing and he's like, you know, I've done all I can with the the new lab space I have here. So will you help me? Question number four, you're Dan. What do you say? What does he say? I think Dan says yes. I genuinely, as interested as I, Lauren Ketron Porter Martin, would be in this, I'm like, this is not research to do in, like, a dank basement. (laughs) Like, I'd be like, if this is a real thing, like, I'm sure that there are people that would be, like, interested in this. Mm -hmm. Like, if this is, like, so real, like, let's get funding and, like, do it in, like, a fucking sterile environment, you fucking weirdo. Like, (laughs) I'd be like, if, like, if you stand by it, okay. Like, show me. Mm -hmm. Give me proof. And then let's get funding for it. But if you don't have enough faith in it being something that people would fund, then no. Yeah. That's my answer. Point for you. Thank you. He doesn't 
Dan is like, no. <laughs> okay, Dan. I, I, I shall give you the benefit of the doubt from this point forward. And Herbert's like, why? You think I'm mad? And Dan's like, no, because I don't believe you. And Herbert's like, you've seen it. And Dan's like, no, no, Rufus wasn't dead. You just like drugged him and like lowered his body temperature so he didn't have vital signs. Sure. Like that that must have been what you did, you know? Yeah. And I like Herbert's Dan's like, skepticism. Yeah. I like it. He, yeah. He's a fucking medical student. I love it. And Herbert's like, okay, well, can you agree with me that this foam thing in front of us is dead right now? And yes. Dan's like, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so Herbert grabs the green stuff and puts it in the needle and puts mm-hmm. it into the foam brain. Uh-huh. And the foam starts waking up. Mm-hmm. And Dan's like, he was dead. And Herbert's like, yeah, twice. Shit. And then behind them, Barbara is there. She oh. walks in and is like, it's Rufus. Oh, Barb. And mind you, like, Rufus had been hurt, so he wasn't really moving. He was just, like, waking back up again, right, right, you right, know? Right, right. So um, Dan is like, um, let's go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that happened. Okay. What in life, your Dan, do you do next? I think Dan agrees to help him now that he's seen it. Um, my answer would be let's be scientists about it. If you can replicate the same result multiple times, then let's see it. And then let's get professional funding for it. So we're not being fucking weirdos in a dank basement. Zero points. Ah! Dan does what you kind of said last time and half of this time, but he goes to the dean's office. God damn it. (laughs) (sighs) And he's like, Herbert West has reanimated has done reanimation in animal tissue. Okay. He's like, it's fucking real. And the dean is like, Dan, I'm disappointed in you. Ooh. Like, is Meg involved with this insanity? <sighs> no, but I am fucking her. <laughs> and she, like, basically just being like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. That you're even saying this. Hmm. And he's okay. like, you know what? This was really beyond the scope. And if like any equipment from the hospital was used during any of this, there You're will be trouble. criminal charges. Also, you can count your student loans as rescinded. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Dan's that like, was a lot. Yeah. And Dan's like, I, I, my student loans, like I can't, I, I can't come here anymore. Then. And he's like, he literally well, just said. I saw something. I want to tell you about it. I know. I thought it was a dramatic. Really fucking dramatic. Fucked up reaction. Yeah. Especially when it isn't really even his thing. But then the dean is like, oh, and Herbert West, like, he doesn't have to worry about repercussions because he's no longer a student here. You can tell him that. Which, like, I get that he, like, directly expelled, I guess, Herbert West. But, like, you basically indirectly did that with Dan, too, which I thought was fucked up by taking away his students. Super fucked up. Yeah. 
And so Dan like kind of gets up and he's like, look, just don't take this out on Meg, okay? Like she tried to stop me. Mm. Question number six. Now that happened. Oh, for fuck's sake. You're Dan. What do you do? What does he do? Okay, so now Dan is like, all right, motherfucker, let's reanimate some cats, bitch. Because he's just like, what do I have to lose? Um, I I really want to go to medical school. So I feel like I'd be kind of ruthless and be like, Herbert, I'm kicking you out. And then go back to the dean and be like, I saw the error of my ways. Can I have money, please? <laughs> and then wait until I was like out of school. And then go reanimate some cats. Kick, kick Herbert out and beg for forgiveness. And sorry, what does Dan do? Dan's like, let's reanimate some cats in the basement to Herbert. I'm going to give you... One and a half points. Okay. One for you, half for him, because okay. cut to Dan rolling a body to the morgue on the stretchy rolly with like a sheet over it. Rolling. I was like picturing like rolling it. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's worse than my medical I, terminology. Way worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally like a. <laughs> Fucking rolled like a up barrel. carpet. <laughs> yes, in a rolled up carpet. Like That's how they rolling isn't that the how they body transport to the morgue. Yeah, isn't that how they transport bodies in the hospital? They roll it up in a carpet. Well, I'm glad I was specific with my description yeah. that it was on a stretchy rolling. Yeah, exactly. And he goes to by the security guard who now unlocks the door for him because no one's inside. And the uh Security artist, you know, just chit chat and whatever, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, you know, asking what's going on, kind of starts to lift the sheet a little bit. And like, we see maybe like glasses maybe under the sheet. But Dan like kind of covers it real quick and is like, oh, nothing in there. But like, a, I don't, there was some type of meatball sandwich joke. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. The old uh, meatball sandwich joke. <laughs> you see it. You know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the security guard is like, okay, well, while you're in there, like, I'm going to go get coffee. So, like, you know, keep an eye out for things. So he rolls it inside, closes the door, takes off the sheet. It's It's Herbert. Herbert. And he's like, and now they're going to fucking reanimate some bodies. Yeah. Because he was not just like, let's go reanimate cats. He was like, yes, I'm in. Let's go 100. Got it. Let's go 100. Okay. So now they go into the freezer with a flashlight and they start looking at each little corpse's little note about like how they died, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one's like a burn, burn victim. Oh, one's a meatball. And <laughs> one is a shotgun head. Sh- one's a shotgun head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> one's oh, rotten shotgun, shotgun head. head. <laughs> it's not a good way to die. No, it's not. Uh, one's like been there too long. Like, like oh, he's rotten. And Dan's like, oh, like, none of these will work. Like, let's go, you know. And Herbert's like, no, this one might work. And so he's reading and he's like, okay, he looks good. Uh, He just came in, like, earlier. Uh, He just dropped dead. Uh, He's almost perfect. Um, Hmm. And Dan's like, why almost perfect? Because he's like, because he could have heart damage or something. Okay. Uh, But if we get 
any specific conscious reaction from this body, like any sign of reanimation Mm -hmm. will justify like us proceeding further. Okay. Okay. So he's like, Dan, start the recorder. Sure. So now they're talking into like the recorder, you know, and he's like, Dan's like October 10th. Our subject is male, age early 20s. Dan to my birthday. Uh, Yes, it is. Uh, (laughs) age early 20s excellent physical condition like he looks like a a big dude Mm -hmm. Uh, cause of death heart failure uh, it's 10.33 p.m. so Herbert's like okay I'm putting 15 cc's of the green stuff puts it in the brain stem cut to upstairs in the hospital Barbara and Daddy Dean Mm -hmm. come in and Dean's like all pissed and and um Barbara's like, he loves me, like we're getting married, you know, da da da. And and Dean is like, the dude has like gone crazy. Like I've seen it happen with medical students, okay? And so he goes up to Glass's doctor from the beginning mm-hmm. and asks her like where uh Dan Kane is. And she's like, Oh, I think he's like down at the morgue cut back down to the morgue Dan and Herbert are like okay 15 seconds have passed nothing and then they start hearing the phone ring out at the security desk but mm-hmm. the security guard is still gone He's getting coffee yeah and Dan's like okay like let's go let's go come on come on come on and Herbert's like hmm I didn't like make a um it the human it could be bigger and the dosage human dosage could be different size got it okay itch yep then mm-hmm. the other things the conversion so yeah i didn't oh, think of that the things the uh-huh. things so i'm increasing yeah. 20 cc's got it moral of we the got story. there yeah so he puts more green in the needle pokey and puts it in nothing nothing back upstairs where does he insert it like back of the head brainstem kind yeah, of situation exactly okay. there and back upstairs, the dean is like, okay, I need you to page Dr. Kane to come to the security desk. And he's like, Barbara Megan, you stay here. Glasses doctor, watch her. Don't let her go anywhere. Okay. And dean leaves. Back downstairs, Herbert is like, we failed. And Dan's like, come on, let's go. And they start to hear over the loudspeaker, like, paging Dr. Kane. Um, please come to security desk 11, blah, blah, blah. And so they cover the body back up and they're like, okay, let's go. And then the body's hand <laughs> starts to move and then ah, it like sits up and he's like all like bloody face or like bloody mouth to like blood coming no. out of his mouth. And he's a huge dude. So he's like, then like stands and is like like he's like hulking out basically oh, shit. and he like picks up his stretchy rolly thing and throws it sir and dean is now standing outside in the hallway like outside mm-hmm. the autopsy room mm-hmm. and oh no i guess he's now in the autopsy room but he's hearing noises from in the freezer Mm-hmm. And fucking corpse dude is like throwing Dan and Herbert like around. Around. Oh, <laughs> and Herbert's no. like, Herbert's like, stop. And the dude stops and kind of like looks at Herbert. 
but his veins are like popping out of his face like gross gross i cannot handle built up pressure in any sort of tubular thing i can't handle it it really upsets me getting my blood pressure taken any sort of like veins popping if someone's like freaking out or like taking a hose and like kinking it really it makes me feel like i'm gonna throw up very specific that's interesting yeah it makes i bet there's a name for that i bet there is but yeah it's like i used to i have to like really really focus and almost meditate when I get my blood pressure taken because it grosses me out to like tourniquet my arm but then it makes my blood pressure and go up probably go up so I have to be very like very hilarious yeah but then like the nurse brings out the needle and I'm like whatever but I can't yeah but like when they wrap the when they have to like tie like the rubber thing around yeah. my arm. You could never be a heroin addict. I couldn't. So sorry. Truly, I could not. The idea of doing that all the time, I could not. So <laughs> my phobia saved my life. Phew. Yeah. I was well, this far away from being a heroin so addict. So close. <laughs> so. Well, you would fucking hate this because his veins are fucking popping out of his face. And it was disgusting for even us who don't have that phobia. But Herbert is like, shit, he listened to me. You know, like when he told him to stop, like the corpse was like, and but now the corpse like runs at Herbert. And Dean is outside trying to open the freezer door, but it's like locked, I guess. Okay. And so uh, dead dude throws like dan like off into something into the bodies i think oh okay (laughs) and then he like throws herbert somewhere and the dean outside the door is like yelling for kane inside and so now basically dan dean and dan are on each side of the door dean and dan are on each side of the door (laughs) got it that makes sense yes yes Dean's on the outside being like, Kane, what are you doing in there? <laughs> and Dan's like inside, like trying to open it, but I guess it's stuck or some shit. It okay. won't open. And so Dan's like backed up against the, the door inside and uh-huh. fucking uh, dead dude's dead all dude. fucking aggro. And so he runs at Dan. And right at that moment, Dan scoots out of the way. So dead dude like knocks the freezer door like straight out the fucking hinges. Like off the hinges. Yeah. Oh, just shit. Whoop, and it falls on to Dean Halsey. Oh, no. And then he like jumps on the door and like gets off and lifts it up and then grabs Dean Halsey and lifts him and like shoves him against the wall. And so now Dan is, like, carrying Herbert, who I guess got hurt, like, out of the freezer. Okay. And um, uh, a dead corpse dude is, like, holding, like, by the throat, like, Dean up against the wall. And oh, so shit. Dean's trying to, like, push him off, you know? Like, his yeah. hand's kind of, like, in his face. And so, like, mm-hmm. his fingers end up in his mouth. And fucking corpse dude, like, bites some of his fingers off. Blurg. 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 And Dan is like, no. (laughs) And so then Corpse Dude lifts up Dean and like throws him against the wall and goes over and like starts holding him like against the wall again. So he's just kind of like slamming Dean Halsey against the wall a whole bunch. And so Dan and Herbert are like trying to pull him off, but they're just like 
little tiny children against this right. like giant man being like yeah. hey get off <laughs> and he seems very um like brute strength kind of bear like where it's like i'm just trying to like end you with my pure might yeah and he's just you know just an aggro hulk right not fully there yeah person yeah bear yeah he's a bear just a big bear yeah and dan is like hitting the dude and he's like fucking huge and dan's like stop stop question number seven you're herbert what do you do? What does he do? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. What, I, what? <laughs> I, okay. Both of us, hand in hand, I'm going to do. Ma'am? Kim? What? I, I'm, nothing? Great. Okay. I uh, can't splash water onto my face. <laughs> oh, that's what you did. Okay. I, I only saw the tail end of it and it looked fucking insane so thank you for telling me um on me so herbert i'm going to take more of the green stuff and fill it up with my needle and i'm gonna shoot it into his brain stem and make his eyeballs explode and die like from back in in zurich germany okay munich switzerland yes is that you said hand in hand hand in hand yeah point for oh, you oh, okay i think that's a great idea wow she <laughs> really thought that was going to be a double day you guys I really she did. was already like <laughs> like her fist was pre-pumped and it ready was. to be like yes success and then that to awkwardly stop like i oh, really oh, really? I really thought it was a double thing and i can't even imagine what he could possibly do i guess you'll tell me continue he goes to the cabinet in the autopsy room that they are in Mm-hmm. And grabs the bone saw. The bone saw. Okay. And so he takes the bone saw and just like shoves it through the guy's back until it mm-hmm. comes out the chest, basically. Okay. And that guy falls down dead. I just feel like mine was a little more elegant. <laughs> Yours was a great idea. I didn't. Even, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah. Plus, you stick a saw through somebody. Like he could have very easily sawed uh, Dean's abdomen if he went all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> guess my idea was better continue (laughs) that guy falls dead and then um dean is laying down on the floor now also dead apparently also dead and so so dead dan kind of like backs up to like the the table in the middle of the room and just kind of like falls to the floor like yeah fuck holy shit yeah upset you know Mm -hmm. Sure. And Herbert is like, find the recorder. Where's the recorder? And he like runs up to Dean and starts dragging Dean Halsey's body. And oh. Herbert is like, did you see that? That guy listened to me. Like he had a conscious act. And Dan was like, yeah, like as much as an animal would. Like you can't right. be serious. And Herbert's like, he was dead too long. Like he wasn't fresh enough. We probably just revived like some senses and instincts only. And he's like, come on, help me get Dean up on the fucking table. This is a bad idea. But like pretty much from this point forward, like anything you do is going to be a bad idea. Like you guys fuck this up. Yeah, for sure. We're in deep now. Yeah. And, um, Like, uh, so, and Dan's like, is he dead? 
And Herbert's like, of course. Now, like, give me a hand. Question number eight. What do you do? What does Dan do? Ah, this is tough. I'm going to go to the police. I think I have enough to, like, not get in as much trouble as Herbert. Um, But, like, somebody died. Uh, I think Dan is panicked and helps him get Dean up on the slab. There it is. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Howard, he, to Sherbert. <laughs> yep. Who's <laughs> like says, Dean interrupted a very important experiment, and he's the freshest body like we've ever had. Like, we can bring him back to life. Back to life. Come yeah, on. so he's like, oh, it won't even be a murder if we can just bring him back. So Dan and Herbert lift Dean to the table, and Herbert's like, get the recorder and the green serum. And so... Do they literally call it green serum? He calls it my reagent okay. serum. I call it green serum. I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he calls it reagent. It's green serum. Reagent. Re- re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's totally what he says. <laughs> certain that's what he says. <laughs> and they um, kind of like wraps, they wrap like Dean's like wrist to the table a little bit. And uh, Herbert puts the green stuff in the needle has a whole fucking thing about thank goodness for plastic doesn't break ever da, 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 da. all right <laughs> it wasn't in a glass jar yeah <laughs> and cut to upstairs glasses doctor is needed in like a crash room or something like that so she has to leave which leaves barbara barbara alone sitting by herself alone question okay. number nine what do you do what does she do I think old Barbie girl is going to go down to the morgue to be like, what's happening? And I I'm going to stay put. I'm going to keep my hands clean. I'm going to I'm just going to see how this all plays out. Choose sides at a later date. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, now I'm on the double ding train, bitch. (laughs) Ding, ding. Uh-oh. But I oh, but I did the choo choo gesture. Should, but I right. said ding Cause ding because it's, it's a train, but also a double S- ding. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, she kind of gets up and starts to just casually walk down the hallway, and then starts to walk a little quicker to the elevator. Yep, the upsy downsies. Yeah, I was gonna say the elevator. I don't know what that word. <laughs> Back downstairs. Uh, Herbie is like, okay, we've got 12 cc's lessened mm-hmm. because of the freshness of the subject. Sure. sure okay. you were wondering. I actually yep. was. Because I was yeah. like, but you put more in and then double before. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, okay. And, and I guess better to add less and, and need more than mm-hmm. add too much and eye right. explodies. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So he puts it in and Dan just like, 
falls to the ground like against the table like he's 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 really not okay with any of this he's having a tough time i hear you i hear you and Herbert is just like standing over Dean's face, like just watching, like, come on, come on. <laughs> and Herbert's, he's like, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Herbert's a lot. He's a lot. Like, wow. I don't have any desire to be friends with Herbert. No. I don't want to hang out with him. No, no, he's no, no. Too much. He's too extra. He's too extra. He's like, bro. Turn yeah. yourself down a little bit. You need a, a, you. a like, fewer cc's of the green serum, Herbie. Yeah. So he's like just staring over him like 15 seconds. And he's like, come on. And then he slams the table and the dean's eyes open. <gasps> and he's like, 17 seconds reanimation. Whoa. And he starts talking to Dean like, hello, Dean. Like you let me come to your medical school. And he's like, welcome back to life. Mm-hmm. Cut to Barbara gets off the Epi Downy on the Downy side mm-hmm. of things. Sure, sure. And she gets into the hallway of the uh-huh. morgue and is like nervous. Yeah. And slowly starts walking down the hallway. Still no security guard at the table. What? How long does this fucking coffee take, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and Barbara's like, Dad? Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Dan is like Meg, and then the dean's hand ah. grabs Dan's throat because he was like Shh. sitting down against the table, right? And Barbara is like Dan, like are you all right? And mm-hmm. she starts to hear noises behind the more door, like where mm-hmm. they are. And Herbert is like he's trying to he's trying to speak, like get the recorder. And then Dean grabs Herbert's throat. Funny because it looks like he's trying to choke me. Yeah. It doesn't look, it looks like he's Get saying your plenty. own recorder, Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> he's, t- he's trying to talk. No, he's trying to strangle he's me. trying to murder me, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so fucking Dean now is like laying on the table and just like lifts them both up by their throats. Oh, no. And now Barbara comes in and she's like, no. <laughs> and she just walked into a bunch of shit because oh, she didn't even know her dad died. And now he's or doesn't know he's alive. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's she whole... just knows her dad is choking her boyfriend and his roommate. Yeah. And she's like, Dad, when have you been working out? Like, why are you're really strong? She's wow. like, I know you're mad. <laughs> This is a lot for Barb. It's a lot. (laughs) And so Dean like drops both of them now. And she's like, daddy, no. And then the security card comes in. Finally. (laughs) And Dean is now like huddled all up like in the corner. Like so we just see the back of him. And he's like literally like huddled like kind of like like he's a crazy person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Herbert. Dean. Is. Dean, Dean, okay. d- dead Dean, Re- dead Rihanna, Dean. Okay. dead Dean. Got it. <laughs> and Herbert is now saying to the security guard, like, the Dean came in and he was ranting and raving, just acting really irrationally. And Barbara's like, no, like, he was just angry. Like, like you know, because he did come in, like, pretty he, upset. Yeah. And then um, the corpse... Uh, aggro dude is still on the ground with like a bone saw through him and so right. they look at that and Herbert's like yeah Dean 
came, Halsey came in and grabbed the stall, the saw and like attacked this corpse. And the security guard is like, okay, I'm calling the police. And Barbara then like runs over to her dad in the corner. And Dan literally like falls onto the ground, like in the fetal position. And is oh. just like shaking. That's the most realistic <laughs> response I've ever heard. <laughs> That is such a realistic response. That is so so realistic. You're just like, good night. He's like, I can't can't do it anymore. No. And Herbert just leans over me. He's like, it's okay. You're in shock. Like, don't worry. And he like holds up the recorder. Herbert, read the dead room. (laughs) All right. I don't need your fuck. Here, give me that recorder. Herbert, you're a fucking idiot. Here's your recorder back. (laughs) So cut to now Dean Halsey in a straight jacket. Oh, no. In a fucking room with like sheets and shit on it. That turns out to be like a a one-way mirror room. One-way? Two-way? One-way? One-way. Two-way mirror. We look into one-way mirrors. Because two-way mirror, there's people on either side. So what? But only you can only see through it one way. Right. But think of an actual mirror. Is there a second side that you're seeing through that would make that a two-way mirror? Maybe there isn't such thing as a two-way mirror. <laughs> Maybe there's just mirrors and one-way mirrors. No, it's a two-way mirror. I'll post more of it. Okay. <laughs> Actually, please do, because I would like to know how two-way mirrors work. Okay. (laughs) I will look up how one-way mirrors work. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, And so we see that Barbara is on the window side. The window side of the looking looking side. Yeah, Yeah, the looking through side. Okay. And she's just like, Daddy... And then we kind of zoom out and see that it's Dr. Hall's office. And I was like, why does Dr. Hall have a, a one-way, two-way mirror crazy room in, in his, his office? office? That is extremely creepy. If <laughs> yeah. you lay that out, that is extremely creepy. And mind you, I do think it's all part of the hospital um yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say though that like and like one dude's personal office being like the one side of the looney tunes room that's very very creepy it's not okay it makes me feel like he was like i want that room to be my office i think it's exactly and he's got like a secret boner and he's just like I want that one to be my office. Got a lot of boners. And they're like, okay, like we have a corner office that's like usually where the de- no, I'll take I'll take the I'll take the two way mirror room. Thank you. Yeah. Like okay. So you know, we don't address it, but that was just where it was. Well, we don't need to. He's got a kink and that's oh, what it is. Just you wait. Just I wait. Oh my god. I knew it. So basically she's like you know, how can we help him? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we can't, like, figure out what the path to recovery is until we know what, what happened. Like, I'd like you to sign a release so we can do exploratory surgery on him. 
Mm. And he's like, I'm sure that it's something neurological. Trust, trust me. Trust me. And so Barbara is like, okay, okay. And then he kind of starts. So at this point, he's like sitting kind of like on his desk and she's sitting in like a chair in front of him. And so on his desk is like part of a mannequin thing that like one half is like skin looking Uh and then the other half is like skull looking. And it only goes up to like. It's just like the top. So it's, it's like the shoulders. It's a bust. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of starts to like explain what they're going to do a little bit like with the head. And she's like, I don't – you don't need to tell me. I don't need to know the details. Like just yeah. help how him, you're going to saw into my dad's Thank head. You. Yeah. It's cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So she signs the papers and she's like, like let me – I guess she wants to talk to him and – Her dad. Her dad. Okay. Yeah. And – Dr. Hill is like, no, like, just leave the treatment to me. Um, Like, I'm someone that you can come to with any of your problems or if you're ever lonely. Okay. I know you're all by yourself now. Mm. And at this point, they've started to, like, stand up because she's, like, looking at the window through him. So there, mm-hmm. she's kind of, like, up against the window and he's, like, getting a little creepy closer. Gross. Cool. Great. Is he also the one that gave the creepy toast? Yes. Gross. So he's the one that was like six to 12 minutes with Herbert, like fighting Herbert. And he was like, fuck you. Creepy toast. And now now he's doing creepy office time. Yeah. Okay, so we can just call him a creep. He's a creep. He's a big creep. Creep toots. He's, and then he's all like, you know, I know you're all by yourself now. And then the dean (laughs) slams his head against the mirror window. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> and then kind of starts like just headbutting it like over and over again. Ooh. And Barbara is like, I'm going to go find out what happened. And she leaves. And Dr. Hall is like pissed that like, sure, fucking Dean interrupted his creepiness. Yeah. And so he walks through the door towards the the room. Mm-hmm where the dean is and then we see two kind of like us like you know nurses orderlies doctors somebody's come in and try to like kind of grab dean halsey oh oh, okay and okay. dr hall he's, comes oh, in with because them. he's like being a crazy person basically yeah yeah so, so they okay. kind of have to like go grab him and I, I guess dr hall's probably like let's go take him to exploratory surgery now sure sure okay i got it i got it cut to barbara going home and dan is there waiting for her Mm. and she's like, what did you do to him? Mm. And he, like, isn't answering or, like, I don't know, just trying to, like, be like, oh, it's not, whatever. And so she slaps him. Barbara! And Dan is like, he's not insane. And then she slaps him again. Sure. And he says, he's dead. And she's like, no no you're insane yeah i mean you sound it like here's the thing out of context you yeah. sound like a fucking crazy person exactly and dan's like no it's true and she's like no 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 and she like cries and like falls to the floor because her dad is dead of course and he's like i'll tell you everything okay good job dan side note this can be said through many times throughout the movie but like you can tell, and I'm not blowing smoke up her ass because we're about to interview her. Yeah. But like, you can tell that Barbara Crampton became Barbara Crampton because of like 
she's so fucking good. Yeah. Well, I, I think that there's this is probably what you're referring to, where it's like, especially in the 80s, mm-hmm. it was like the acting of horror movie vixens was like you could pretty much assume that it was going to be bad, unfortunately, because they just weren't cast based on their acting ability. Right. And they would and like, you know, it was more about like the slash and the gore. Mm hmm. So I feel like because she's a really strong actress, regardless, she's going to stand out in a sea of sort of mediocre performances. Yeah. Like she was acting. She was Amazing. acting. Yeah. yeah. But they were all good in this. Like everyone was good in this. And I've heard that about like Stuart Gordon. Like I read something that she was talking about it and she was like, no, like me, I forget the two other actors names, but the three of them like spent time like in LA, like working on it together, like, like rehearsing a lot yeah. together basically. And like that working with like, I don't know, people talk about like working with Stuart Gordon a lot and like how could yeah, he Yeah. I'll, I'll never understand that. I'll never understand sacrificing acting performances for whatever else, which happens so often in horror movies. I'll never understand it because I'm just like, you're undercutting the scare factor of your own movie by not having people that know how to act. Or I guess directors that know how to get a performance out of someone because that could also be part of it. But I'm like, I'll just, I'll never understand it. I'll never get it. Everyone in this was really great. Like it wasn't because it. it was like it's kind of over the top and it's meant to be. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But like everyone was like believable in like all the things that they did, no matter Imagine what that. it was. Imagine you know? that. I thought it was great. And so, <laughs> cut to, <laughs> oi, myself. Mm-hmm. I just just rolled my eyes at myself. Oh, I love it. I'll roll my eyes with you. What Herbert at his telescope. And by telescope, I mean microscope. Microscope. Microscopes. You got your micros. Mm -hmm. You got your tellies. You got your scopes. You might call a telescope a macroscope. A macroscope. Yes. Actually, I I don't think you would because it's still magnifying something on a mic. Forget it. (laughs) Forget it. Someone's going to science you for sure. I am. (laughs) There's going to be someone being like, here is why. Yeah, and You're honestly, I, yeah, and honestly, I deserve it. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it's definitely a microscope. Microscope in the basement of, of the uh, house. The, yeah, the apartment. So, um, uh, remember scopes uh, from the beach on the beach? Yeah. Yes, my mom just sent me like a shit ton of them. <laughs> a shit I don't ton. know if other places had this, but in Ocean City, Maryland, there's like people that would run down the beach and be like hey do you want scopes and it's like mm-hmm. they come and like take pictures of you and then they put it into those little tiny like rectangular thing that like you shine yeah. into the light and you see like your photo in it your photo oh my god um, and then you would wear you would have them on your keychain or on your backpack oh my god i love them also when we can travel again we have to go to ocean city again with sync and get scopes That'd actually be fun, yeah. That would be really fun. Also, Eric, never been to Ocean City. Yeah. We need to take him. We won't have all the cool insider gold level shit, though, anymore, since my no. parents don't live there anymore. But Yeah, but also it was like, it's fine. We can get it ourselves. Like, we're adults. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Also, I never actually got scopes because I lived there and I wasn't a tourist, so. 
Inter- <laughs> but I feel like I have a sc- No, maybe we never got scopes. Interesting. It's yeah, because it was a fucking touristy thing. It was a touristy like, thing. I literally live you here. Live so here. You, can, you can move along, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet you were such a bitch. I love I'm it. a local. <laughs> and then he was like, really? You're a local to Ocean City? And you were like, just move along. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of people are locals there because that's like the thing that you get from being a local is like you get a lot of – you get to like get into secret. You get to get into lots of places and do all the things as a local. So like – it's not unheard yeah. of of people that are there. It's fascinating. Anyway. Anyway. Herbert's got a scope. It's he's him. got a scope. He's and at all the beach. corpses. Hey. That is reanimated <laughs> animals. They're all like in the sand. Cute. Posing, They're doing that thing the where they, they like lay on top of each other. Yes. Like in a pyramid. Yes. Oh my God. It's so cute. cute. Oh, the memes I shall make. <laughs> and so... Dr. Hill comes down the basement steps and he's like, Mr. West, I would mm-hmm. like to know why Dean Halsey's post's pulse is erratic. <laughs> yeah. And his heartbeat is uh, shit, other things, etc. <laughs> and he's like, I know that he is dead. <gasps> I'm on to you. And then he kind of like goes and like takes a look see and in, in the scope and he's like, oh, nice mm-hmm, shot. Mm-hmm. Love the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> and basically Dr. Hall Hill wants <laughs> the disc wants his discovery for himself. Uh, oh. And Herbert is like, it's not an appearance of life. It is life. And he's like, I am a scientist. And Dr. Hill is like, I will have you locked up as a madman or a murderer. Uh-oh. So you need to do what I tell you mm-hmm. to do. Okay. So Herbert's like, oh, shit. And he hands Dr. Hill, like, his book of notes and, like, all his work. And Dr. Hill starts looking through it, and he's like, this is just genius, like, Mm -hmm. brilliant, et cetera. Back to Barbara and Dan. They're going to Dr. Hill's office. Okay. And I think breaking in. And they go look through the one-way, two-way mirror. And the dean now is, like, just huddled in the corner, like, with his back, like, to them. So he's just, like, huddled like a little ball in the corner. And basically, Dan realizes that if Dr. Hill was going to be doing exploratory surgery, that he would find out that Dean Halsey is dead. Is dead. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he'd figure out what was going on. So back to Dr. Hill and Herbert. Herbert. Huh? (laughs) There's a lot of H's. It's all H's and D's. It's all H's and D's. Which is like a little inconsiderate. So, Dr. Hill is just like, okay, let's see my new serum at work. 
And who are you trying to reanimate? So it's just like in the microscope. There's like animal tissue in the got microscope. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Basically, Herbert's like, that's dead cat tissue there. And so he puts some of the green reagent on it. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Hill now is like looking in the microscope. Okay. Question number 10, what do you do? What does he do? Wh- who? Who am Oh, I? I'm so sorry. Herbert. You're right. Herbert. So, so Dr. H. Hill. <laughs> Hill. Uh-huh. Is because it's Dean Hall Z Z yes and Doctor Hill. Hill okay <laughs> is looking in the microscope and Herbert is I don't know behind him next to him okay here's what I'm thinking Herbert either goes full blown cray and kills dr hill to reanimate him or he threatens to kill dr hill and is like i'm gonna fucking kill you unless you agree to like not steal my shit mm-hmm. so i think okay this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be like you're a dick but like I kind of like he kind of needs him, to be honest. Herbert kind of needs Dr. Hill because ultimately, like if he wants this to be something like he needs the backing of like a scientific institution of some kind. I mean, that's my opinion. So I'm going to say, like, look, I'm going to hold the fucking syringe to the back of his brainstem and be like, listen, I will either fucking kill you and reanimate you myself or we can agree to work together and you can like allow me to use the resources of the facility and we'll both be fucking rich and famous. But you're not going to steal my shit. That's what I do. Uh I think Herbert kills him. Point for him. Okay. (laughs) She's really I, rounding herself up for these double ding cheers. It's because I'm just, I'm so often not sure of my answers, and I just feel really sure about these answers. <laughs> I love it. I love to see it. Okay. So how are you, Hubert? Her- <laughs> Herbert. 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 Hoover. Slowly backs up and grabs a shovel that's leaning against the wall. Uh-huh. And Dr. Hill has, like, looked at the microscope and he's slowly, like, lifting his head up, being like, I will be famous. Yeah. And then Herbert hits him in the head with the shovel. And he falls to the ground. And then Herbert stabs, stabs with the shovel. And then we see he's stabbing him in the throat and stabs again. And Herbert's like, plagiarist. Oh, my God. Uh, Herbert lost his shit. And then Dr. Hill's head tumbles off his body. Well, sure. Bloop, sure. bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Question 11. You're Herbert still. What do you do? What does he do? I'm going to try and fucking reanimate that head and be like, all right, he's already dead. Let's fucking do this for science. <laughs> science. Hand in hand. Point for him. K. <laughs> Herbert picks up the head, mm-hmm. puts it into like a silver tray. Sure. And it keeps like falling over. 
And so he happens to have this thing that we use in restaurants a lot, which is just like a little pokey stick thing where you like, oh, I've grabbed this order. And so you like put the piece of paper on it. Oh, yes. Uh Uh-huh. 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 You use it in candelabras as well. Do do you? Mm -hmm. They have these little brass discs that you can stick into the cup of the candelabra and the little brass disc has a pokey up, so when you stick the candle in, it stays. Oh, it okay, sticks okay, into okay, the okay. wax. Yeah. But this is like an actual thing that we use in restaurants. I've um, seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he like it's... takes the papers off. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know why you have that, Herbert. To right. be real, yeah. um, like takes the papers off and then like sticks that in and then like sticks the head on top of it so it sits up straight now. Yeah, and. Then he puts the green stuff in the head, and he's like, parts. I've never done parts before. No, Herbert. And so he puts it in the head, and then he takes them and puts it into the body that's laying on the floor behind him, like into the heart. Okay, so he's reanimating both ends? (laughs) Yeah. Herbie. Herbie. So now he's just, like, sitting there, like, tapping the head with a pencil, like, waiting. (laughs) And then the eyes open. Sure. And he looks down, but the body's not moving. Mm-hmm. And then the head is like, Westa. And Herbert's okay. like, yes, yes, yeah. Herbert West. And he's like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And then the head goes, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then we see the body now standing up and slowly coming behind him and slams Herbert's head down onto the table. Oh, shit. (laughs) You done fucked up, Herb. So cut back to the office. Um, Dan is like busy looking through the file cabinet. Mm-hmm. And so Barbara kind of sneaks through the door that, like, leads into the room where her dad is. And as she's doing that, Dan finds a file in no. the filing no. cabinet. No. That appears to be on Barbara. No! And it has, like, articles and pictures and, like, napkins and, like, a string of hair. No! No. I was like, you fucking psycho stalker. And this is not her dad's office. This This is Dr. Dr. Hill's office. office. Toast, creepy toast. Oh my God. I'm so grossed out. Creepy toast, six to 12 minutes, one way, (sighs) two way mirror. Oh my God. I'm so grossed out. Creep, 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 creep. Mm -hmm. So Dean is in the corner and she like goes inside and like taps him. And he screams or she screams. Someone screams. We all scream for ice cream. (laughs) And the dean is, like, scared. Like, he – and then we see, um, like, Dan comes in because of the scream. Because the dean's all – because, like, before he was kind of, like, and a little, like, Mm -hmm. agitated. And now he's just kind of, like, like, that she's there. And Dan sees that he has a hole in his forehead. And he's like, the laser drill. The laser Your drill. Your dad has been lobotomized. <gasps> so he's dead 
and lobotomized. So his like reanimated body has been lobotomized. That bites. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm so sorry. Our Sammies are probably super annoyed with me because this whole time I was thinking that the one way two way mirror office was the Dean's. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was Dr. Hills. No, we've been in Dr. Hills' office the whole we've time. We've been in Dr. Hills. Okay, great. Just letting Sammy's know I cleared that up in my own brain. In my great. own lobotomized I, I brain. didn't realize you were thinking that. So yeah. sorry. So Herbert now wakes up in the basement. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Hill, body and head, is gone. Uh-oh. And he's freaking because he looks around and his work is gone too. <gasps> Shoot. So now Dan comes running down the steps and Herbert's like, oh my gosh, my work. He took all of it and the serum and whatever. And he's like, except for some of the green stuff I have upstairs. Oh, in that mini fridge. The mini fridge. But he's like, but my notes and my reagent serum are gone. And Herbert says, I guess says that he killed him to Dan. He's like, I had to kill him. And Dan's like, wait, Dr. Hill's dead? And Herbert's like, not anymore. <laughs> and Dan's like, you got to stop. And it's you like have, shaking yes, him. Like, Herbert. Bro. Take <laughs> a chill pill, bro. <laughs> bro. It's like, it's like Kim with the yogurt I keep buying. <laughs> you you got to stop. <laughs> shaking her. <laughs> And Herbert's like, he tried to blackmail me and um, he wanted to, he wanted you to disappear. He wanted to get rid of you. Mm. And then Dan realizes, oh, Barbara. he lobotomized oh. um, the dean, mm-hmm. her dad, so he could control the dean and protect his discovery, quote unquote. All right. And Dan is like, I got to tell Barbara. Mm-hmm. He has this weird file on her. Like, I think he has, like, some type of, like, psychotic need on her or something. Yeah, like no, that. he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a boner <laughs> to the face at all times for sure. her. It's not okay. Mm-mm. Cut to his body carrying his head in a tray. Sure. I was wondering how that was going because I knew he had to carry some papers, some books. I'm like, it's how are we going to do this? Are you going to carry it like a waitress carries plates? How is it going to go? Um, and he goes into his office, mm-hmm. Dr. Hill's office, mm-hmm. and the body puts the tray head on the <laughs> desk Yep, uh-huh. and puts more green inside the head. And then... Oh. Goes the body goes to the mini fridge in the room, but is like knocking shit over and all. Right, like, whoa, whoa. and yeah. the head is like rolling his eyes, <laughs> <laughs> annoyed at his body. Yeah, and he that grabs to me a lot. I get annoyed at my body a lot. <laughs> he grabs some blood out of a, a mini fridge and goes and puts it into like the silver tray that the um head, uh, is, on? head is in. Uh huh. And the head is all just like. Oh, yeah, like oh. Here, here, like, like his his neck hole really wanted really some likes blood the up blood in there. Um, Blorf. He was just like, oh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> the body now just picks the head up out mm-hmm. of the tray, just carrying the head now, 
and brings it to the window mirror. And Mm -hmm. he's like, Alan, Dean Halsey. Mm -hmm. And so Dean like listens and kind of comes over to the window and he's got like blood just gurgling out of his mouth. Like, and it seems like they're kind of like communicating with each other now. And then Mm -hmm. like they both have just as dead people. Bloody drippingness. Yeah. Okay. Cut to surgeon clothes. We just see a a close up of like, you know, a green surgeon scrubs scrubs outfit. Uh With holding a black bag. Okay. In front of um, the security guard uh, in front of the morgue. But he comes from the other side, so he doesn't have to walk by the security guard. He just kind of, like, goes to the door um, of the the morgue. And we see that the top of this scrub situation Is. is that kind of mannequin half head half no! skull bust <laughs> what 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 that also has a mask over it and like a surgeon cap so it's like pretty covered he may as well have those like glasses with the big nose <laughs> that would be like a better disguise you fucking idiot <laughs> and so he goes to the door and so the security guard doesn't really even look up. He's like looking at like a boudoir magazine or something. And he's just like, oh, Dr. Hill, is that you? And like you just kind of hear like a muffled like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, and like as he's opening a door, like an ear falls on the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And security. So he walks into the morgue to the autopsy room. Yeah. And security you guard. You may as well put a taxidermied <laughs> squirrel coming through the neck hole. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> a foam dead cat. Yes. <laughs> so uh, security guard is like, ooh, break time, boudoir magazine. So he gets up and leaves. <laughs> You're bad at your job, security guard. <laughs> Sorry. You're so bad at your job, but also your job sounds really boring, and I get it. <laughs> I am uh, really boring. Yeah. So boring. I mean, also, he's like, nobody wants to get in there. Nobody's of trying course. to leave. Like, he's like, no. it's fine. Yeah. No, your job sucks, but doesn't mean you're not bad at it. <laughs> so body mannequin head mm-hmm. um, puts the black bag onto the autopsy table, and then uh-huh. he zips it open, and it's the head. The head is inside, and he's like... <gasps> Like the air, Why didn't he just put air. his own head on his body? Well, like his head is definitely fucked up looking. Like everything's bloody and beat up, like for sure. But I less mean, but fucked like... up than a plastic mannequin head. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't know what's going listen, through his listen. reanimated brain, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, okay. Also, All right. maybe this could be like, placed onto like his neck stump and it probably required some type of surgical to con- to connect his right head to his body yeah i just and feel like his problem on hand or something i guess i'm just saying like i don't know that his problem solving skills are like up to par <laughs> taxidermied squirrel <laughs> so he puts the head back in another tray uh-huh and places it so it's looking at the freezer door right and so now the body walks over to the freezer and starts rolling out a corpse on a rolling oh, stretcher okay uh-huh 
cut to Dan like frantically knocking on Barbara's door and he mm. gets in and like hugs her and he's like, oh my gosh, I was so afraid. I was worried about you. Like, oh my God, I feel horrible about everything. Like mm-hmm. I was so paranoid. Like, and he's like, I just, I can't, like it's, it's, it's too hard to lose you. Mm. And she's just like, you should go away. Ooh, Barb is chilly. I transfer to another school and, and Dan's like start over, you know, and Dan's like, don't worry about me. Like, like you should go away, like live your life, you know. Find somebody. Hmm. And Barbara's like, I tried to hate you. I wanted to hate you so much. And Dan's like, I love you. Hand through the door. What? A hand smashes through the front door. And then Dean Halsey breaks in through the door and starts attacking Dan, like knocks him out. And then starts attacking Barbara. Oh, shit. Cut to uh, one of the bodies, corpses in the um, morgue has Uh like a laser hole. No, a laser currently like lobotomizing his body, holding his body. Yeah. Uh Um, Still on the stretcher. It's just in there. And then there's a knock on the door. And so the body walks over and opens the door. (laughs) This is very idle hands. <laughs> I was very, um, I, I honestly was very impressed with his head body coordination. I am too. To be real. I am too. Like he knocks some shit over at first and he's still a little stumbly, but he does a good job. He's, he's, he's got a learning curve. I love it. And so he opens the door and it's Dean Halsey carrying a passed out Barbara. Shit. And so he lays her down on like the main autopsy table right next to the tray with the head in it gross and the head is like yeah and he's so gross and then dean halsey (laughs) rips her dress off so she's completely naked her fucking dad ripped her dress off yeah i am going to blorf everywhere and then the head's like so fucking gross. Like he's just like, Ugh, yeah. Ew. Like fucking Ew. his fucking neck boner hits himself in Ew. the face. Uh, and it's yes. disgusting. So gross. And then the body starts going around and like strapping her arms and legs down. Um, and the head is just like leering at her aggressively. Head, you're gross. You're so gross, head. Ugh, it was very yucky. Cut to Herbert now trying to wake up like a passed out Dan. And so Dan's waking up and he's like, oh, my God, Meg, like Barbara, like where where do you think they went? Like, oh, fuck. And they're like the hospital probably. Right. Cut to now. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, Mm -mm. It's very upsetting. Mind you, by the way, it's like full nudity. For barbs up in this piece. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But like none of it bothered me in this movie because there's a lot of nudity. Yeah. All around. Yeah. Um, Because like any corpse is nude. So like fucking aggro Hulk was nude the whole time. You know. Do we see. Do we see dead dong? I didn't see it from him. There is a um, one that I caught a little glimpse of. A little point. dead. Do- little dong. Okay. All right. Um, 
But yeah, everyone's just fucking living their best naked life, really. Yeah. So, and it all feels very appropriate to the story. Yes. Um, yes. So. And I love me some nudity when appropriate to the story. Yeah. I'm into it. Show me some beautiful bodets. Soup's appropriate to the story. And here's where it gets appropriate to this part of the story. So okay. we cut to the body's hands massaging Barbara's breasts. Um, and the head like fucking like orgasming over it basically and i was like fuck you i you fucking rapist reanimated fucking monster what a fucking loser like honestly what a loser (sighs) and now fucking barbara is starting to wake up and fucking half mannequin skull face body is molesting or raping her. And so she screams. I and then, do like, not want to wake up with that. <laughs> and then looks over and sees Dr. Hill's dead reanimated head in a tray next to her. Can you imagine the <laughs> level of bummer that that would be I, I, if you fucking woke up like that? Very upsetting. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. On so many, the levels on which that is upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each level would be upsetting by itself. Yeah. And then combined, it's, it's, it's Dante's Inferno. It's fucking beyond. Yeah. Wow. So now she gets like one of her arms free, like the buckle wasn't like Because they were strapped down, right? Yeah, but her- Other ankles and arms are strapped down. But this one, she kind of gets free and, like, swipes it at the body. And so (laughs) the fucking... The mannequin head falls off? Falls off. So now it's just a bloody neck hole stump. Sure. So then she screams more. (laughs) She's like, what the fuck? She's like, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. It wasn't that. And then the fucking head next to her starts laughing. And now, oh my God, I can't even fucking tell you this. Okay. Uh, okay. Now the body picks up the head, uh-huh. just like by its hair, basically. Sure. And puts it like at the side of her face. And he's like, I always admired your beauty. Gross. I think I always loved you. And she's screaming and trying to like hold his head off with like her one free hand. Right. But his face is like up next to her face and like licks her face. Mind ah! you, he's like, he's just like a, a bloody a neck bloody stump <sighs> and a bloody face, dead face. Uh, and blah, blah. he like licks her face and is like, you will love me. I can assure you, sir, that I won't. And then the body starts moving the head down her body no. and like licks her nipple and down her stomach. And she's like, please stop. Like, please stop. Like, please let me go. Like, yeah, again, please. beautiful performance. Believed yes. every second of it. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. And he, he's like, then the head is like, yes, more pa. 
fashion. No. And then now the head is just between her legs. No! Uh-huh. Cut to, like, her dead lobotomized dad just, like, standing by against the wall. And my fucking dad is there. This is happening to me, and my dad is there. I'm dead. <laughs> Reanimate me. I'm dead. He says, yes, my love. And she's freaking the fuck out. And then he, like, basically, like, dives in between her sure, legs. Sure. And then we hear Herbert say, Herb? Dr. Hill, I'm disappointed in you. You steal the secret of life and death, and I'd find you trysting with a bubble-headed co-ed? <laughs> You're not even a second-rate scientist. Ooh, he's hitting them in the ego. And I was like, I mean, thanks for saving me but you're a fucking dick too herbert yeah like, it, it and was also the most like, dicky way possible because i'm also like why are you calling her a bubble headed co-head i know co-head, co-head. co-head. <laughs> yes but like i'm like she has Rude. given no indication of that at all whatsoever yeah and so now the body is holding the head and he's like i'm glad to see you and so he's like turn the body is turned to look at herbert basically right and so the body's holding the head in front of himself. Yes. And so now we see behind Herbert, Dan is sneaking in to the morgue room. Nice. And Herbert's like, you'll never get credit for this. Who believes a talking head? Get a job at a sideshow. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> and we see, like, Dan, like, covering up Barbara and, like, unstrapping her and stuff. Dan. Ugh, sweetie. And doctor is like, that's a foolish mistake to to challenge me. (laughs) Oh, coming here, coming Coming here here to challenge challenge me. me. Yep. And Herbert's like, I have plans. And the doctor says, so do I. And then all the corpses in the room sit up. No. He reanimated all the corpses. Start ripping themselves out of their trash bags and fucking under their sheets and stuff. And now Dan and Barbara are like in the middle of the room at the table. Um, and then naked corpses just start attacking. And, and they're all Hulk strong. Well, that guy, that, well, they might, I don't know. I don't know the science on the, the strength. That original that body original guy. was a Hulk man. Man. Got it. Yeah. Great. He would Got be it. Hulk strength regardless. Okay. 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 Hard to say that they gained strength, strength. or not. Okay. I Great. don't know. But there's still, definitely. Still disconcerted. Yeah. No, it's not great. <laughs> no. <laughs> not great. <laughs> so they start attacking. Dr. Head starts laughing. Uh-huh. Herbert now like has his one little thing of green stuff. Oh yeah, from the mini fridge, yeah. And he goes behind the body. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't wait. And then the body all of a sudden like pokes up his head, like looking backwards to see him. <laughs> like, gotcha. <laughs> so then Herbert uh... Herbert and the body start to struggle and he ends up dropping the needle. And I thought you were going to say dropping the head. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, drops the needle. Uh, and then the corpse, one of the corpses grabs Herbert. And so 
Body puts the head back in the tray. Body puts the head back in the tray. Got it. And he starts saying, fucking now being like, the the power. He's like, the laser drill. The lobotomy. He's like, it gives you total mastery of human will. So basically he reanimated, or he reanimated all the bodies, but then lobotomized all of them. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, got and it. And so he's mm-hmm. like, reanimated subjects have proven best, and it gives me like all the power. Now he can can like control basically Tell all of these do. reanimated so it's like his dead bodies. Army of yeah. Okay. So the way he kind of communicated with Dean, it seemed like he could do that with these people now too. So, um, a corpse. I was like, who the fuck is C? Where did C come from? <laughs> a corpse. <laughs> yeah grabs Herbert and lays him down on the table. Grabs Herbert and lays him down. Okay. And now Dean Halsey is like coming towards uh, Dan and Barbara because they're trying to like fight off corpses and shit. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Body um, grabs the laser thing and start like turns on the laser, like kind of about to put it towards um, Herbert's head. Oh no! And now Dean grabs Dan and it's like maybe choking Dan or something like that you're Barbara what do you do what does she do oh and it's my dad Mm -hmm. I don't know my dad's dead I feel like what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna grab something that's in the tool chest of the corpse room let's go with a saw let's go with whatever and I'm just gonna fucking chop him chop his arms off first and then figure out what to do with the rest of t- what else I want to chop. I'm just going to kind of go nuts with the chopping and the sawing. Um, Maybe throw some other weapons to Dan. Be like, let's fucking chop up some bodies. What does she do? So Dan is in immediate danger mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by her dead dad body. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's have her chop his head off. Um, if you say zero points, <laughs> say it. I fucking dare you. I fucking dare you. Hold, please. Okay. Smart. <laughs> I'll give you a point. Thank you. Thank you. Smart girl. Smart girl. Clever girl. questionable, but I, I guess mean, because of the way you did it. Probably would have been okay. Thanks. She starts saying, Daddy, listen to me. Listen to me. It's Megan. It's mm. Barbara. Listen. And Dan is yelling to Dr. Hill, half body head uh-huh. thing. And uh-huh. he's like, they'll kill her. Like the corpses are going to kill her, you know? Oh, because he likes her. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doctor okay. is like, and I'll give her life. Oh, like he's like, that's no worries. I can fucking bring her back now. Yeah. So now she'll do what I want. Some of the other corpses start kind of like grabbing onto Barbara and she's like yelling to her dad being like, look at me, look at me, dad. And then the Dean like hears her finally, Mm. basically, and like looks at her and like stops and like lets go of Dan and then stops the other corpses. (sighs) And I then 
goes over to body. Yeah. And starts attacking body. Nice. The power of a daughter's voice. Yes. That's why I wasn't sure if I was going to give you zero points because then he kind of like helps them after. But I was like, well, I guess if you're like slaying with a saw, you can probably yeah. start. Yeah, I'm going to fucking slaying everybody slay pretty much. Slay this place to bits. You know? Yeah. But I like her idea of appealing to her his dadness. Yeah. So they basically get him on their side. And so now like Barbara and Dan are like fucking shoving rolly things at fucking bodies and corpses and shit trying mm-hmm. to protect mm-hmm. themselves. Dean throws doctor body like into the hallway and mm-hmm. now security guard is coming back and sees headless body being thrown against the wall. Sure. <laughs> and the fucking coffee breaks with this guy. <laughs> so now security guard is like WTF? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dan and Barbara are still fighting corpses. Uh, Dean now goes to the head and like headbutts the head. Um, Dan's still fighting corpses. Dean now picks up the head and just starts squeezing the head. And now all the corpses start screaming and grabbing their own heads. <gasps> because they're all owies. And so he's okay. squeezing. And then the body has come back in and grabs Dean from behind. Right. And at this point, Dan tries to grab Herbert and is like, let's go. Like, Let's get the fuck out of here. to leave. Yeah. Question 13. You're Herbert. What do you do? What does he do? I'm going to... Help him squeeze all the heads by squeezing the by squeezing the doctor's head. I'm gonna be like, let me help you, bud. And then I think all the other heads are gonna explode. Um is is dad 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 Dean's head owies? No, at this point, body's just kind of like grabbed his shoulders, basically. And he still has the head in his hands. Okay. But I'm saying, like, oh, did he get hurt by that? He didn't. Yeah. No, because he's doing the squeezing. Because he's doing the squeezing. Uh, then, yeah, I'm going to, um, you know what, Herb? Maybe I, as Herb, will try and, like, throw the body off of Dad Dean so that Dad Dean can continue to squeeze the heads and then all the heads explode. Did I say me? Did I say I would do that? I, I I think I don't know. Do you tell me? How how could I possibly know, Kim? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I had to just replay what you said anyway. I was like, okay, Dad Dean throws the <laughs> I think we're both good, gonna keep trying to squeeze the heads to death. You're both squeezing the heads to death. Yeah, you're both squeezing the heads to death. I'll give half a point for you. Okay. Don't think that's your best option. I don't think you're my best option. <laughs> Dan was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Listen, I just wanted to see some heads explode. I feel like just being like, goodbye. I'm going upsies on this upsies downsies. No, I'm not coming back. Listen, you're right. I got a little too intoxicated by the idea of seeing a bunch of heads, heads explode. <laughs> I hear that now. I see your point. I concede. So... Herbert is also like, I'm not through yet. Mm. And he picks up his um, green 
serum. serum. Mm-hmm. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, wait. Nope, nope, nope. 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 Dan picks up a screaming uh, Barbara. Ah, uh-huh. So he gets her getting ready to peace out. And Herbert is like, I have a theory. One more dose. And then he has fucking double needles in his hand and he gets behind body and mm-hmm. stabs body in the back with two needles. Love it. Fucking pew pew. Pew pew pew. Uh-huh. And then Herbert grabs that black bag of like basically it's all the notes and like all like it's it's basically everything. Okay. And but now Didn't that also have his fucking head in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got everything. All right. <laughs> Let's try and keep all the all the most important yeah, things. My, my head being the most important. Yes, <laughs> I get it. And so <laughs> Body, after getting that shot, double shot, starts kind of freaking out and just starts like whoop, whoop, whoop all around, just like hitting things, just yeah. out of control, freaking. Dean now is free to keep squeezing the head and he squeezes, squeezes, squeezes into complete mush Mush. and then throws it out into the hallway against the wall. Love it. Confetti. Head confetti. (laughs) And then security guard, I think, like runs away. He's like, I quit. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get paid enough for this. I'm going to go work as a barista at the coffee shop that I frequent. (laughs) And so now the corpses all start freaking out and they're just like hitting things and knocking everything over, just kind of out of control. And the body starts now just like sits up against the wall and leans like down onto the ground and it's kind of like freaking out. Mm -hmm. And so Herbert's like going up to like look and see, you know, what the fuck is happening with it. And then intestines shoot out of the body onto Herbert, wrap around his neck and mouth. And start wrapping and then wrap all the way down along his body. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop. (laughs) What the fuck did you just say to me? I said. (laughs) I'm sorry. You just said that intestine (laughs) shot out. Intestine. I am assuming it's intestine because it was a long ropey thing. And that. Yeah. I'm going to. It was like octopus. Octopus, uh, uh, tentacles? tentacle-like, basically. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And so but I but wrapped around intestine. him like a fucking boa constrictor. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, intestines. Didn't see sh- that coming. No. Shot out of this headless body. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Shot out of like <laughs> the neck hole. Like no, right, right out, right out the stomach. Right out, right the out stomach. the gut. Just okay. Whoop. So it just exploded out. Okay. Yeah. So it just shot right out towards him, wrapped around him, and then wrapped all the way down his body. Got it. If and- you had asked me, as the body, <laughs> what do you do now? I can tell you with all certainty, I would have gotten zero points. <laughs> I'm going to shoot my intestines at him. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that would be a tough one for you to get. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah, want to ask you. that question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then like his chest just like explodes out, basically. The, the body's chest. Is right, just, right, like, right, 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 right. Now, like, one of the corpses has, like, knocked some science shit over, so it starts, like, smoking in the room, basically, because I'm assuming it's a chemical reaction. I I don't really know exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, But now Dan is, like, yelling for Herbert, because basically Dan and, like, Barbara are, like, at the door. They're, like, let's go. (laughs) And so he's, like, yelling for Herbert. 
and their <laughs> hands dramatically try to reach each other, but can't because Herbert gets pulled away by intestines. By the intestines. Uh huh. And now one of the corpses is in like the electrical box and starts pulling on fucking wires and shit. Oh, so it's my like God. smoking and lights are flickering. It's a fucking corpses are knocking shit over. It's a fucking madhouse. In These there. corpses are fucking chaotic as fuck. But because Dan and Barbara are like still in the room because they were like trying to get to Herbert. So they actually get like attacked by like a corpse as they're trying to leave. Uh-huh. And then Dean Halsey comes up and grabs the corpse and pulls it off them. And then the other corpses all come up and start grabbing Dean Halsey. Halsey. And they like tear him limb from limb. Yeah. And Barbara's like, Daddy. Dad. And now Herbert is trying to like grab like the black bag that's near him. And Mm -hmm. it's all fucking lights, flickering, smoke, et cetera. And Herbert throws the bag to the door. And he's like, my notes to Dan. And so Dan grabs it as Herbert gets, like, pulled in to, like, I don't know, the smoky nether the, regions. The, cor- the, the corpse the body. Land. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't say for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so now Dan and Barbara run to the elevator, but there's some fucking big corpse run or at the end of the hall. So he starts attacking Dan. So now Dan's on the floor on his back and... um. And the corpse is, like, sitting on top of him, kind of attacking him. Uh Uh-huh. Sad to say, unfortunately, that Barbara does pretty much that. Like, she's just like, stop, stop, and, like, trying to pull at him. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I would really would have loved if, like, there's a moment that happens when I'm just like, I would have loved if she did this, but whatever. Yeah, I hear you. We know in our hearts that Barbara Crampton would have done it. Absolutely. Meg. Meg. Did not. Didn't. So it was a bummer. Yeah. She didn't have that. She's much more of the damsel in distress in this. So bummer. Anyway, she's like, stop, stop. Question number 14. You're Dan. What do you do? What does he do? There's a fucking corpse on me. Mm -hmm. Shoot my intestines out. (laughs) (laughs) it's worth a try ding yeah thank you um i don't know like do i have like what do i have nothing i don't have anything i'd be like hey barbara can you help me out here right (laughs) Uh, no i think i'm gonna do that Meg, will help here thank you yeah i think i'm gonna be like meg can you do something can you go get a saw can you go can you kick him can you do anything uh I mean, she's trying to, like, pull him off, but, like, not accomplishing anything. Right. Or, like, you know. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, Meg, I, I, I'll coach you through this, but I, I need your help kind of thing. Uh, maybe give him a swift kick to the nuts. Um, what does he do? This is interesting. I just don't know what I have. I have my notes. Do these corpses breathe? They don't breathe. They're reanimated. Do I have my arms? Mm-hmm. You have your body. Because they're like okay. kind of like that struggling thing of like. Uh. I hate this answer, and I don't stand by it. I think he dumps out the bag. What is the bag made of? 
Uh, I wouldn't say you can touch the bag right now. Oh, like okay. You just have yourself. I uh, And it's like a canvas bag. Like gym, I'm going to kick him in the balls. Bag, basically. I'm going to kick the corpse in the balls. Is what you're doing. We're all doing it. All of us. I'll give a half a point to you. Fair. Worth a try. Um, he does uh, uh, the thing. I mean, the thing that you, I guess you would do for even a non-corpse body where he basically like takes his finger and like pokes into his fucking his eyes, eyes. Like, so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the corpse falls off. That's so smart. they get into the elevator and then right as the door is closing, Barbara's fucking standing too close to the door. So another body comes in and grabs her by the throat and is just choking her. Barbara. I mean, just Meg. Holding the fucking. So she's being choked. Mm-hmm. So fucking Dan runs all the way down the hallway to the other end and I'm like this is what fucking Barbara could have done last yes. time whatever I guess we have yes. to save it for now blah 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 I get it whatever yeah. so he runs down the other end to the fire axe thing basically fire axe breaks uh-huh. the glass uh-huh. grabs the axe runs back but like he had to run all the way down the hallway so she's been choked this whole time right comes chops the arm off of the Hack corpse the gets the body out the corpse uh-huh. out so the door closes yeah so we're going up Okay. And, uh, but she kind of falls to the ground and it's, st- he, she's still being choked still by being the fucking choked. hand. Yeah. And so he has to like rip the hand off and it's like thrown on the ground and is like still kind of shaking, but she's like passed out. So he starts doing CPR and now, um, it gets to the normal floors and he comes out of the elevator, like carrying her. And he's like, it's fucking like Bruce Willis diehard style at this point. Cause he's wearing a wife respecter. that's oh. like covered in blood and like fucking uh, carrying fucking Barbara and he's like yeah. running through the hallway and they're like take her to an exam room take her to the exam room and so they put her on the table probably the same room where we started in sure. pretty much and like doctors and nurses come in glasses doctor is there and they're like you know putting air on her mouth and stuff and um they're like get the paddles and Dan's yeah. like I'll take them and he grabs them and he's like Claire and he's like bum, bum, and like defibrillates nothing nothing and then he, Dan starts doing compressions no response. No. And glasses is like, Kane. The doctor knows when to call it. Kane. And gently, like, stops him. And Dan just, like, starts bawling. So everyone kind of just, like, leaves the room. So he gets to, like, be with her alone. Mm-hmm. And he caresses her face and kind of, like, kisses her and cries. And then question number 15, what does he do and what do you do? I don't remember if he has any serum left, but I feel like he reanimates her. I mourn her passing and <laughs> and try to move on with my life and join a grief group. Yay! <laughs> Honestly, I don't know which would be the right answer for you, but he does grab the bag, pulls out some green stuff, puts it in the needle, and looks down at her and says, I love you. And then puts the needle in the back of her head, and it fades to black, but there's still like the glowing neon green, and then that fades away. And then we just hear Barbara scream. Oh, shit. Credits. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Would I reanimate Eric? 
Oh my God. He would crash into so many more things. Oh my God. Reanimated Eric would be unbearable. Unbearable. He would literally just, I'd have to like wrap him in bubble tape. (laughs) Well, especially headless. Headless reanimated Eric? Forget it. (laughs) All right. Total my points, bitch. Okay. Hi, Sammy. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. For Dead or Alive, you got three out of six. For questions, you get 17 out of 30. Mm. For a total of 20 out of 36. Uh, not the best, but like you're not dead. I'm reanimated. You're reanimated for sure. I don't know if your head is connected to your body or not, though. It's not. Yeah. It's not now. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was fucking Barbara Crampton's first horror movie. Uh I, it was Great. so much fun. I can absolutely see why it's a, a cult classic. I just thought I love it was it. like the most fucking fun. Yeah, it sounds really, really fucking fun. As we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, we have a very special interview with Barbara Crampton. Uh, so here it is, everybody. Enjoy. Yay. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited. <laughs> um, Ketrin just didn't really survive very well for Reanimator, I but didn't. now we're going to talk to <laughs> the queen of Reanimator, uh, Miss Barbara Crampton. Welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. Welcome, Hello. welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, so we just wanted to start by talking a little bit about the experience of working on Reanimator. Wasn't that your first horror film? It was either that or it might have been Chopping Mall. I'm not sure actually which came first, but it was around the same time. And I know you did like a lot of films after that with Stuart Gordon and the same kind of group. And so what was it like kind of continuing to work with the same people? Well, it was great. I mean, Stuart Gordon came from the theater and uh, Reanimator was his first film. And Jeffrey Combs and Bruce Abbott and myself had all worked in the theater. I had done theater in New York. I'd gone to school for theater. So by the time uh, we got to From Beyond even, you know, we had a, a wonderful shorthand and we were so excited because Reanimator did so well when it first came out. And um, it, it's just wonderful to be able to work with people that like to rehearse. Uh, one of the greatest experiences of working on Reanimator was the fact that we rehearsed that film for three weeks before we started filming. Every three day, weeks. five wow. days a week. What a treat in the film world. Well, yeah, and that was one of my first movies, and I thought, well, this is the way they always do it. They rehearse the movies. But no, we, we don't rehearse the movies. I mean, I, yeah. I haven't really gotten <laughs> to have that experience since, but it, I think it definitely aided us in feeling completely prepared for when we got to the set and knowing what we were going to do and then not having to spend so much time to figure it out on set like you do with the blocking and you know, what's your character going to do? Where am I going to move? And what are you going to do? And how are you going to play the scene? So um, I wish that we did more of that. I'd I'd like to rehearse uh, a movie for three weeks. I would. Yeah, Yeah, I couldn't agree more. We actually met in theater school. Katrin and I were actors as well. So 
Oh, yeah. The difference between theater and film. <laughs> and I yeah, think I, it shows in the film, too, because... I think it does. You know, everyone's so believable right? in such extreme circumstances, you know, well, of... Well, yeah, and look at Mike Flanagan. Didn't he shut down production for what was the first series he did? Not not the House... Was it the House of Bly Manor? What, uh, what was the Bly Manor was that? the second one. The first one yeah. was uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Of Hill House. Oh, yeah, The Haunting of Hill House. So there was one episode where they shut down for a number of weeks. Yes. And they rehearsed it all, and they rehearsed it with the camera moves, and then they filmed it all in a day or so. And yeah, the single-shot episode. Wasn't that a great episode? Yeah, it's it's amazing. Because of all that rehearsal. It was it was a different experience. Exactly, yeah. and you can tell. I think we have to go back to that. You can see the difference. He and his brother actually went to the same theater school that Ken yeah. and I went to. We're alums. Oh, where was that? Uh, Towson University oh. in Baltimore. Hi. Let's get back to rehearsal. Like we've, we've slided. Yeah. That's right. The way to go. I, I totally agree. So obviously you, you started your film work in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed that there has been a change in, um, working as a woman in the film industry or the horror industry since then? And what have you noticed? I think there's more opportunities for women now, obviously. Mm. Um, there's more directors. You know, I have friends now, um, Rhea Grant and Axel Carolyn, who've worked with Mike Flanagan mm-hmm. and um, Natasha Kalmani. And, um, you know, the list goes on. There's just many more women working as a director and behind the scenes. And I think the roles for women have opened up a little bit more. Actually, I'm working more now than I was when I was a younger actor. I've actually worked more consistently in the last 10 years than I did in the in my first 20 years in the industry. I love that. Well, I yeah. love that. <laughs> and so I think there's more roles for older women as well. Um, just and, and, and really, I think it's just happening recently with films like Relic, and yeah. also anything for Jackson, we're seeing some stories told about older people. And I don't know, I feel like even the younger people are watching those movies and liking them. So, you know, I think that's definitely changed. And I, and I also think that men and women don't particularly stay in their lane anymore. When I, when I was a young actor, that's what I did. I was an actor and, you know, I, I didn't produce, I wasn't, writing anything but now you look at people like I worked with on uh your next like Amy Simons is a writer and a director and an actress and Ty West has been an actor but he's also been a producer he's been a director yep. and you look at Joe Swanberg who was a one man band you know studio i mean acting and and directing and writing and, and being a sales agent and selling his stuff <laughs> yeah. i mean he did everything so i feel like everybody's has to be a hyphenate now to to compete and to sort of you know especially in in the indie world i feel like you have to be able to do everything so and you and you have to want to do everything and understand everything about the genre i'm i i'm kind of moving a little bit into producing now and i'm learning things about the business that i didn't know before and i didn't think that i needed to know but i feel like if you're going to work in this industry you you have the opportunity and it's it's available to you if if you want to take on other roles and i think that's an exciting time for everyone that's so true i couldn't agree more yeah 
What's your uh, favorite part yeah. or what do you love about acting in horror films versus non-genre films or projects? The fans. I love that. <laughs> I do love the fans because I feel like <clears throat> I feel like the horror fans are the most loyal and the most uh, dedicated. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like we're, you know, the horror films are so, uh, so popular and there more horror films are made than any other genre, which is so amazing to me. But when you think about the idea of fear, um, a friend of mine who's a psychologist once said to me, people make more decisions based on fear than love. We make more decisions based on our anxiety and our fear. Oh, yeah. Mm. And and I think that's true. And our world is full of fear. Never more so than right now. Right. Yeah, and, so um, yeah you got that and, right. And so you you really see people taking action more. I mean, you, you want to see people taking action on a film and making decisions and doing things. And in telling stories, you have to see people taking action. So that's why I think fear and 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 looking and inspecting fear is such a prominent part of our business because it's with us every day and we make more decisions based on fear. And and you can talk about any subject, even love, and say that there's so much fear around mm. that. You know, are you going to be loved enough? Are you loving enough to other people? Will love save the day? I mean it's, you know, it's swirling around us all the time. And, you know, it, it's just an incredible force for the decisions we make in our daily experience. And it, and it really mirrors the human experience so much. I love that. And I feel like it, you know, it gives uh, its audience and the people involved in the project an opportunity to process mm -hmm. their fear yes. in a way that, you know, can prove healthy in their, in their healthy, healthy lives. and healthful. Yeah. yeah. Because when, when you're actually watching a movie and you're seeing somebody full of fear and, and actually winning the day or winning the moment or being able to survive and use skills to, to compete in a fearful moment or fearful world, then you identify with that survivor and you in turn, feel like you've experienced something and gone through what what a survivor has gone through and it, and it helps you feel more hopeful and um and and like you can also overcome your fears and and you know you'll be a survivor too so i i feel like it's healthy yeah. <laughs> you know they do talk yes. about that i mean psychologists talk about about horror movies and why people watch them and the, and the health of them and i do feel like Horror fans are some of the most self-actualized people that I know because we do we do face our, our fears and we, and we feel stronger because of it. Yeah, it's so true that what we're talking about right now is is no secret to the horror fan. You know, it's people that, you know, aren't as familiar with the genre that don't realize that those are the benefits and the things that, you know, that draw people to it. Is there a place you were saying that you see a lot of women doing different things and people wearing multiple hats and things like that. Is there a place in horror where you would like to see more women? I, I think we're getting there. I think things are moving in the right direction. Um, I, I, I really see women advancing in the horror genre um, more than ever before. And, you know, I have to say, even when I was starting out in the eighties, 
there were a lot of really wonderful roles for women where there might not have been in other genres. So mm. I, I don't, I don't, I just, I just want to applaud our genre for giving so many opportunities to women yes. and, you know, and meeting you ladies today and seeing that you have your own podcast and you're talking about horror movies that, you know, I mean, that's something that's much more prevalent than it was even, you know, even during the days of radio and whatever. I mean, we see, I was on um, my, my friend April Wolf's show, Switchblade Sisters, and, you know, she's been doing that for a, a number of years now, and I just see more women, you know, journalists, and uh, and and uh, now Tara Ansley just bought Bangoria. She owns yes. Bangoria. So, yes. You know, there's, so exciting. There's, so I, I, I think we're doing pretty good. I don't I don't yeah. know where I can say, oh, we need to do better. I, I just think in the maybe we need a woman president. Um yes. but as far yeah, as far as the horror genre, <laughs> yeah. I think we're doing great. I agree. Maybe we should elect um maybe we should elect someone from the <laughs> Barbara Crampton. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. There yes. we go. We'll, we'll run your campaign. You heard it here first. I did that in I did that in a movie called Dead Night. I was running for governor, actually. I have experience. Yeah. Oh, great. So you have practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be just like yeah. that. Awesome. Is there any classic horror movie role that you would love to play? And you don't need to limit yourself by gender or age, just like any character that you would like just love to get to embody. Well, you know, there's been a lot of men that have played vampires and Frankenstein, you know, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, you know, a lot of these classic characters, classic like Hammer movie characters that you will have seen um, over the years Mm -hmm. have, have mostly been played by men. Um, We've had, we've had some women play vampires before, but, um, you know, playing more classic characters um, would be fun. Any, I'll take any classic character. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You're hired. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's so interesting um, sort of seeing women being portrayed in a way that we've always known that we were capable of. But mm-hmm. kind of like what you were saying about the horror genre, it it is the place where we were doing that first. And, you know, even women playing villains and things like that, you know, those are... Which tend to be, I feel like, more of the classic roles a little bit, at least like mm-hmm. the villains maybe. Yes, well, if we want to go a little bit deeper into your question, and now you've sparked me to think about this a little more, I do feel like with um, some of the classic characters that we have created in our culture recently, like Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers, those are all yes. played by men, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we do have some evil women in the Hellraiser franchise, and in the, in um, Child's Play, we have um, you know the character of Tiffany, but there's not as many women... Uh, Maybe because women are mostly good. (laughs) Um, But, and you're not going to hear any argument here. And we don't want to believe that women could, you know, be serial killers and so, you know, so heinous, so so much of a heinous kind of character. But playing those kinds of classic characters, like, you know, Bonnie Aarons has has played the nun in in the Conjuring movies and and in the movie called The Nun, but we didn't get to see her. We didn't get to see much of her. So it would be nice to have some women playing more of these classic characters. I, I've seen women playing vampires before, but I haven't seen... Have we seen a woman playing 
you know, like a Frankenstein, I guess, Bride of Frankenstein, but it's just not, No, it's not so, it's not yeah. so prevalent, really. And even as you're saying it right now, I'm realizing like vampires have sort of an inherent sex appeal. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, it's unfortunately in a patriarchal society, it's easier to sort of put a woman into that category. Right. So I think. Easily, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Kim. You oh, were- yeah. No, I'm just agreeing. Like it's not when you think about going to the conventions and stuff or just like the masks that you buy, like it's always the it's always the Freddies and the Michaels and the Jasons and the things like that. We need I, we need to create the woman icon kind <laughs> of character the woman yeah. you know who so i did write an article about that for fangoria and a number of years ago and really the person that carries that mantle is is jennifer tilly i mean child's play you know yeah as yeah. child's play but who else do we have yeah exactly besides the little moments that we see bonnie aaron's on screen yeah. Yeah. Is doing that's that. so that's interesting. That's so true. Well, as well as us running your your presidential campaign, <laughs> we'll also run a campaign for you to be yes. I know, the next Freddie, the next Frederica Krueger. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Before we have to let you go to all of your next wonderful things, we would love to hear a little bit about Sacrifice. We we were yeah. lucky enough to get a screener um, and we both got to watch it last night. So we'd love to hear anything you'd like to tell us about Sacrifice and and sort of what drew you to the, to the project to want to be involved in it. Well, it's a real character piece um, for all the players, I think. And even though it's not really a Lovecraftian story or based on any Lovecraft a particular story it has the the feeling and the tone of lovecraft and that our world is so much bigger than we can ever really describe or know and that there's so mm-hmm. many things out of our control that um we we fight against we fight towards and there's so many other aspects of life that come at us and we really have such little control so i really i like that aspect because i feel like it's very um identifiable in in everyday life in our culture um, so I really enjoyed working on that part of the story and that tone and that feeling. And as I said, it's a character piece. And I love the other actors that were in the movie with me. Really, the stars of the movie are, are Sophie and Ludo, who play yeah. the married couple who come to the island. I'm I'm the cult leader of the island. And they, and you know, it's it's no secret a sacrifice must be made. The movie's called Sacrifice. <laughs> and um, so, right, right, you know, right. that's not really a spoiler alert because uh, I think everybody can kind of guess that. But, I mean, the movie really hinges on the, the portrayals of those two actors and what they brought to the movie. And they're very young actors and have really only, you know, come out of school recently and started acting themselves. And I just thought they were two of, like, two of the best act, young actors I've ever worked with. Yeah, and, pros. Uh, I was very lucky to work with them, and I, I just really thought they did an incredible job. So I'm very excited for people to see the movie and also to see their performances. Yeah, and and your performance was incredible as well. I The, the very first scene that you come in, and I, I won't go into mm-hmm. it, but um, just being able to tap into sort of the emotive experience of that I just thought was was really lovely. If I can fangirl out oh, for you. one second about that, I just thought it was, yes. it was lovely. Thank you. And I and I got to have a Norwegian accent, which was really fun. So always uh, fun. Yeah, no. and those are not easy. <laughs> yeah, I had to hire a coach to help me. She came to my house um, for two months, a couple of times a week, and just worked with me on all the dialogue. And I I did have some Norwegian phrases I had to say, and I just 
you know, since my character was so deeply steeped into uh, the society there, I just had to feel like I was kind of an old time Norwegian. For sure. For sure. Well, it yeah. was it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We're really excited for everyone to watch it. It does come out February 9th. Uh, we have one last question for you, just because mm -hmm. we're uh, a survival game. Uh, what is your weapon of choice for the zombie apocalypse and why? Dynamite, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> I have a good arm. Dynamite. I can throw dynamite and, you know, the head will definitely, I won't have to get too close to lob the head off because you have to lob the head off so that um, they, the zombies can't stand up again. So I think that's my best advice. Yeah. It's a good arm and a lot of sticks. I love it. Just throwing dynamite everywhere. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara, I will say that no, is not an answer that. we've gotten before. Really? And <laughs> what do people usually say? Like a gun or a sword or whatever. Yeah. We get a lot of chainsaw oh. and machetes. You have to get too close, though. You don't want to exactly. get too close. I, yeah. yeah. So, wow. That's that's a great answer. I mean, I think I'm going to have to find me some dynamite for the zombie apocalypse now. Knowing that, that's great. Okay. <laughs> go down to your local dynamite store. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Well, before we go, is there um, any anything else that you would like to share with our listeners or where mm -hmm. uh, they can find you or any upcoming projects besides Sacrifice? Anything that you would like to close out on oh, for our listeners? Thanks so much for asking. I'm pretty much anywhere on social media as my name, Barbara Crampton. And also very excited about Jacob's Wife, which is a film since I've moved into producing, I've been working on for almost five years oh. and it's going to premiere at South by Southwest. In Congratulations. So, Yay. Yeah. And it stars myself and Larry Fessenden and uh, is directed by Travis Stevens, who I worked with on We Are Still Here as a producer. And now he's moved into directing. So, so excited for people to see his sophomore effort. Fantastic. We'll look out for that. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to keep our, yeah, eyes, ears open for that. That's great. Thank you thank so you. Thank much. You, thank you. Thank we you look so much. to your presidential and iconic heart <laughs> uh, yeah. character. Yes, uh, we exactly. really appreciate calling you calling you yeah. about my campaign. Person. Thanks. Oh, for sure. We'll, we'll start getting the team together. Okay, great. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Thank this you. was this was very much a, a dream come true for us, oh, and I know you, that it uh, will be a dream for our listeners too. Thank you. Take care. Well, guys, <sighs> there you have it. Thank we you. got to talk to Barbara Crampton. Thank you so much to Barbara um, and our amazing network, Dread, for hooking us up. We love them. Yeah. We're so grateful to be part of the Dread Central Podcast Network. Yes. Um, check out Total Dream Come Sacrifice. True. It's going to be out February 9th. We'll put all the links and everything in the show notes. Yep. So five days from now, it'll be out. You can go and watch it. Yeah. Highly recommend. It was really fun. And yeah. that's well, it. That's it. We've I, got, I mean, I, uh, we can die now, I think. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're done. I don't think we need to continue this podcast. So, yeah. It was nice, you guys. We, yeah. we peaked. We're out. Goodbye. <laughs> actually, we're kidding. Uh, we actually have a lot of fun things planned for the month of February, uh, Women in Horror Month. We have a bunch more collaborations, interviews coming up every week in February. So be sure to come back next week and check them out. You can yeah. follow us on social media at KKCM Podcast. Uh, you can get the video of all of this on our Patreon Buy some yes, merch and on Threadless. And 
Barbara's Barbara's interview will be included in that. Mm-hmm. So definitely worth checking out. Yeah, and as Kim said, we still got merch. Go buy it and uh, subscribe, rate, and or- review. Please give us a five star review. We would love you forever. Yes. So this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. Ghosted me. I'm done. done. <laughs> <laughs>